Welcome everybody to episode 65 of the ADV podcasts. We're in for a kind of an important one today. <laughs> it's definitely, uh, at least it starts out fun. Yeah. And then it's going to get into some very serious stuff, yeah, sure. as Winston would say. I want to yeah. give a couple shout outs first. Sure. Uh, Lucas Hawley, mm-hmm. uh, he sent us a message. He said, I graduate today with my master's in public administration from DePaul University. Mm-hmm. Is there any way that you would be willing to shout out your patron? And of course, and yeah. he said, on behalf of the people that, because of COVID, weren't able to have a real graduation, congratulations to you, Lucas, and all of your brethren out there that have graduated from school. Think about it this way. You'll be part of the elite. You'll be able to tell your grandchildren and so on about this time. Yeah. A very interesting time in history. The elite. <laughs> yeah, you you were one of the very few people that weren't allowed to have a graduation party. Because of a pandemic. I mean, yeah. in 20 years, that'll probably sound crazy. You yeah. know, it'll yeah. be like, whoa, grandpa, you survived a pandemic? Yeah. Like, yeah, I like put on my hazmat suit. It's and... kind of like when my grandpa used to tell me war stories. Me too. My grandpa's in World War II. Yeah. Um, and one more shout out to Norwegian Polar Bear. Very generous uh, way to kick off the show. So thank you very much. Thank you. Guys, okay, we're going to get right into this one. We're going to saunter into it slowly, but whatever. Let's go into what's new. We've got something funny for you. So what's new is when we talk about what's new with regards to China, any kind of interesting news that's been going on. We've got something pretty interesting here. Play, play a little piece first. Okay, we're going to play this. Let me play we'll a little translate. clip. Okay, um, we'll translate after and tell you what's going on. So here we go. I'm going to play this. Okay. Now just let that play in the background while we talk. Okay. So you guys might be wondering, hey, like why why is this man crying? If you don't speak Chinese, you'll be like, why is this man crying? Did something bad happen? Well, Thankfully, from Shituruji TV, this is actually a Taiwanese channel. This guy is awesome. I just discovered this guy because yeah. of this. He does. He has a whole channel. Unfortunately, it's only in Chinese, so a yeah. lot of you guys won't be able to watch it. But he basically goes after Wu Mao. So imagine yeah. a Chinese-speaking Taiwanese dude has a whole YouTube channel dedicated to messing with Wu Mao. Yeah, or little pinks. Or little pinks, as you call them. Yeah. So basically, for you, for you noobs out there that don't know what those things are, the paid internet trolls in China or the ultra-nationalists yeah. um, that go out and support the CCP and then attack other people like us or him. Yeah, people that they the, all they do all day is they sit on the internet and go out and specifically find any content that might be critical of the Chinese Communist Party or China or anything, and they make it their life's mission to attack them and insult them and try to debunk them and all that kind of thing. But usually in a very bad way, like not very well, not well thought out. They just go there and they're like hurl insults and right stuff. they don't have good solid arguments this guy behind us to Ruji T- uh, fun tv this guy does have good insults i mean he's brutal yeah. with his wu mao uh he, the way he makes fun of wu mao is he makes little sketches and we went through his channel it's very very funny stuff so what happened yeah the guy's crying oh he's, the, he's not him no no someone basically tried to report him to the chinese government okay so he went to the psb the, the Gong Anju, which is the Public Security Bureau. Now, people have done that to me as well. Me too. Um, people went to the Shenzhen Public Security Bureau while I was still living in China mm-hmm. and tried to report me as a foreign spy. Yeah. It didn't work, obviously, because I'm not a foreign spy. So, But yeah. that's what this guy did. He was like, there's this, this Taiwanese separatist on the internet. I'm going to go report him. And so when so to, this guy's a YouTuber, yeah. by the way. Yeah. So not he, the Chinese guy, the Taiwanese guy. Yeah, the Taiwanese guy's a YouTuber. So the Chinese guy, the Chinese ultranationalist guy, watched this guy's YouTube videos and was like, 
I'm going to report this guy to the government. So the idea is because according to China, Taiwan is a province of China, a renegade province of China. Sure, sure. We should we as ultranationalist Chinese people should be able to report mm. our fellow Taiwanese compatriots for being separatists. Yes. He actually had that in his mind. Yeah. He thought Okay, yes, Taiwan has a separate government. Yes, they have a separate separate currency. Yes, they have a separate police force. Yes, they have a separate intelligence, blah, blah. That doesn't matter. I should be able to go to my government, our Communist Party of China, and report this Taiwanese bastards channel. Right? Sure, sure. What happened? Well, he walked in and he laid it out. He said, this guy is making these videos, uh, you know, speaking bad about our China, blah, blah, blah. The cops were like, okay, um, let's look him up. And they couldn't figure it out. So they're like, hang on a second. Like, we can't see anything. And the guy's like, no, look, you can't access it because you need a VPN. It shows them how to go to the YouTube channel, how to see it. You know what happened? The Chinese officials fined him 3,000 RMB for using a VPN. <laughs> so let's play his clip again of him yeah, cry. Yeah, let's go. We just like to revel in his tears. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Chinese uh, ultra-nationalist crying as he comes out of the Public Security Bureau. Because they find him RMB. Because they find him renminbi. Do you know why they find him? For using a VPN. Yeah. They said, they, the cops allegedly laughed at him, by It's going to take a lot of these Wu Maos to make up for that 3,000 RMB, I'll tell you that much. The cops allegedly, these mainland cops allegedly laughed at him. Yeah. Because they said, how are you going to, how are you going to report a Taiwanese person? And yeah. he's like, well, it's our, Taiwan's our China. I should be able to report him as a separatist. And they're yeah. like, you're not allowed to use a VPN. Yeah. So I, I thought the best part of the story is you get a lot of these shills out there yeah which we'll be talking about in a bit these foreign shills that shill for the chinese government and they mm -hmm. like to go around and spread this absolute lie that yeah. vpns are actually legal in china sure so this is the this is what you'll hear oftentimes they'll say vpns are legal in china it's just that the government doesn't want everyone to see the open internet they don't want to just flood the internet with all these opinions sure, sure. and stuff they need to protect the, the main purpose but if you're smart enough you're allowed to use a vpn bullshit yeah not true at all fully illegal to use there's a, a VPN. reason why the chinese government blocks the internet is they don't right. want people to access it so if they right. catch you using a vpn you can be fined like this guy right. and so the idea that for instance you get uyghur people going on yeah youtube creating accounts and you know being able to do In that Xinjiang. is ridiculous even normal everyday chinese citizens that aren't minorities are not allowed to do it. Look at this guy. He's a nationalist. Yeah. He loves China. He's a big time patriot. And what he tried to do is report a Taiwanese separatist and he got fined for using a VPN. So just remember this whole idea that it's okay for these YouTube channels to be popping up all over the place from Tibet or Xinjiang or whatever. It's not true. It's not correct. You're not allowed to do that. My favorite thing is that this mm -hmm. guy is going to come out of this. This guy's a, vir a virulent nationalist, like a really bad potty mouth dude right yeah, yeah and goes after people similar to like how he would how people go after us right mm -hmm. and he goes after people that support a free china right yeah, yeah and his punishment is to learn very quickly that the chinese government never has your back sure. they never have your back you can think you're doing the chinese government's bidding and sure. the more you speak on a good on their behalf they're gonna they're gonna pet you on the back and be like we we will protect you yeah there's a there's a red line yeah that, 
if, if you cross that red line, you're screwed. They don't give a shit about you. Yeah. And that guy's crying because think about how devastating. Uh, we're yeah. laughing at him crying, but think yeah. about how devastating that actually is. Yeah. You're going to do the work that the government tells you in the newspaper every day. You turn the news every day. Be a good citizen. Report the spies. Yeah. These people are trying to hurt China. And you do your duty. Yeah. And then you get punished for it. Yeah. Because actually, what you learn very quickly, and the reason he's crying is, all the propaganda he's consumed about how to be a good citizen is not actually meant for action. They don't yeah. want you to do anything about it. They want you to be a slave. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. That turns off your brain. No, it's true. Uh, the, the thing is, you are not allowed to break the law no. in China. And one of those laws is using a VPN to go and see the real internet out there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It is devastating for someone like that because a lot of the very nationalist people that I know in China specifically, they will blindly follow what the CCP says. And they do think that they're doing the right thing by reporting people and snitching on people. You know, yeah. they've done the same to me, but they don't realize that, you know, you can do that all you want. But when it turns around, when the tiger turns around and bites you, then you've got nothing. No. You know, you're going to no. be the, the victim. Think of, of how this. lonely that is. Yeah, it's terrible. Right? It's terrible. So I kind of feel bad. I, I mean, I think it's hilarious. And he learned his lesson. You, yeah. you what, is, what do they say? Talk shit, get hit? Because that's <laughs> okay, what happens, yeah. right? You yeah. do. And this, yeah. you know what you just did? You fed this Taiwanese, this Shitu Ruji Fun TV. You just fed him so much goddamn content that he's going to be able to laugh at this. And guess what you've learned? I'm talking to the Chinese vlogger guy, right? The guy in mainland China who reported him. What you've learned is that the person you tried to report gets to be completely free, go to bed, wake up, eat breakfast, and go and make free content on YouTube again and for his audience. And he's 3,000 RMB richer and than you 3, are. And he's 3,000 RMB richer and continues to earn money on YouTube doing and saying his own opinion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> congratulations, Taiwan, and congratulations, democracy and freedom of speech. Absolutely. Big win. So anyway, that was just kind of our fun little thing uh, to get us started. Now, before we get stuck in, do we have anything else in what's new? I don't think so. Someone no. just yelled at me for drinking Coke, so I'll drink seltzer water instead. Okay. Um, no, we don't. No. We have a big topic, so we we'll, yes. we got to do a couple of super we're chats. We're going to do a couple of super chats, guys, and then we're going to get into our main topic, which... Oh, by the way, it also includes a rap, so don't worry. We've got a little oh, bit we of... Found we've, got a, rap. we've got a rap for don't you. Worry. Don't worry. Like, you know, not as in a wrapping paper, as in an actual, no. you know, CCP rap. And it's... It's full on state sponsored. Like you know, we've done provincial raps. We've done like sure. low key logger raps. Yeah, we've done this is central raps. University. This is central government raps. Central rap. government rap. Oh, by the way, I got threatened by. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about that next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Next That's time. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Chinese universities trying to come after me. Sure. Um, anyway, uh, what's this? Charles Womack says I have to be at work at two thirty today. Working the swing shift gives me a dollar more an hour. So instead of being a live watcher, I give you my shift difference. Thank you very wow. much. Thanks Man, for being thanks, an important thanks. voice. That's super, super nice. Of I you. appreciate that. Um, uh, Huge Pines says, "Hey guys, second super chat ever. Wanted to thank Winston for his video on the Nuki Nuki incident. Stay awesome, both of you. Uh, all love from Switzerland, and it was a thank great you. video too. Um, if, if you want to know, excuse me. If you want to know about uh, the nuclear, the Taishan nuclear incident." Mm-hmm. Uh, watch watch Winston's video. It's a really good breakdown because you'd think it would be just about uh, the nuclear reactor leak. But actually what it is, is it's a whole kind of expose on why all of these disasters keep happening in China. And it's basically down to face culture. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like this, you know, actually a little bit of an aside. Sure. During my research for that, I came across this ridiculous situation where, you know, there are a lot of workplace deaths in China, like in, uh, what was it, about 2008, thereabouts, I think there's 130, 127,000 deaths in a single year. And this is like industrial accidents and stuff. That's a big number. 
That's a lot of people dying from these things. Anyway, it's suddenly just in 2017 or so dropped down to 38,000 deaths. And they're like, wow, that's a, that's a big improvement. Maybe they're really improving work, workplace safety and stuff. But no, it turns out they've just been outsourcing workplace deaths. So instead of, if someone's like on the job, like a delivery driver, um, you know, or sanitation workers, if they're working on the road and they get hit by a car and die, or, you know, the delivery driver's on his way to drive, like... Which is the, the yeah. bulk of the accidents, yeah, am yeah, I right? Yeah, it happens yeah. to these guys. So on their little e-bike or something, they get run over or they have an accident and die. It's not classified as a workplace safety death it's classified as an a-, a traffic accident so they're doing this a lot like for instance um a bunch of people died in a dormitory that caught fire but the dormitory was inside the factory and the yeah. factory caught fire they all died but it's like no they weren't at work they were you know it was after hours and they were like sleeping in their ha- house or whatever but it's actually the dormitory so it's not classified as workplace death so basically right. they're just finding ways to not classify workplace deaths so right. that they can bring the number down it's crazy anyway. very very chinese government yeah yeah thought i'd uh, I, I might do something on that in the future you should I, I think it's very interesting as well mm. um sayo says how is china going to guard against elon musk's starlink and that is the unrestricted internet that sure. elon musk is proposing it will be able to provide access anywhere on earth if you have the receiver so i have i have two theories about this number one is the brute force approach i think the chinese government will either go after the receivers and actually do witch hunts for them so yeah. offer incentives for people to report people that have one or yeah. that are importing them remember satellite realistic. satellite tv is illegal in china correct it's the same thing yeah like you need to have a receiver and it's a dish. Right. Whatever the receiver for the Starlink thing is, hopefully it's small and concealable. Right. Because you can report your neighbor if you see a, a satellite dish and you can get a reward. And I think that's the most realistic thing that's going to happen. That My second, or I shouldn't say tinfoil hat approach, mm-hmm. but something that I think China's been doing for a while now is getting ready for the possibility of open internet in China. Not their choice, but the possibility of they can't, control the internet anymore so what they've done is amped up the nationalism the propaganda and made it to a point now where if you open the floodgates in china a the vast majority of the population have already been brainwashed to the point where they wouldn't go and try to experience something new they've already been fed that all western media is lies and everything in the outside world is trying to go after china so if you release them into the wild number one with a very low english proficiency and number two with a not not a big curiosity to find out anything that they'd probably be fine for a while sure uh emmanuel turnin haven't heard from you a while thank you very much appreciate it Uh, he says an emoji called super effective (laughs) cool nice and frederick york sorry to hear about the taishan incident Mm -hmm. how bad would it have gotten without foreign intervention do you think of uh if if, how bad well i mean here's here's the thing they they've admitted to doing an overhaul on reactor 2 but they don't say what they overhauled everything is so opaque normally if you do an overhaul on a reactor that means there's something very bad has happened and some some serious like changes had to be made mm-hmm. it's too opaque to know how bad anything is it could be very minor it could be not it could be very serious what's going on there but the fact of the matter is that these incidences and these problems aren't reported unless it's leaked or unless it's forced you know unless they're forced to talk about it that's the big worry here is you you just don't know because when you're dealing with nuclear power it is one of the safest and mm-hmm. best forms of power in the world if it's implemented correctly and safely and monitored correctly that's the issue with china is they don't want to be transparent when it comes to anything and when there is an issue like we saw with covid and with various other things in history with china they would rather suppress 
bad news than let anyone know about it. So they'd rather lie about it or just not let anyone know. And that's something you don't want when it comes to potential nuclear disasters. So right. that's the scary part. So hopefully there's going to be more eyes, more pressure on China to be more transparent about this. And that way, safety can actually become the forefront rather than face becoming the forefront here. Correct. Okay. I'm just going to rip through these real quick. Okay. Uh, click all night. Says, watched you for years and a patron supporter. Uh, yep, first time watching live Friday was a good move. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Black Halo 6 says, why doesn't my master love me? As he's talking about the <laughs> yeah, guy that yeah. just got fined by the it's, Chinese government. It must be so devastating for that guy. Sena, thank you. Dark Skay, thank you. Uh, Joseph Alter says, please continue the fight against propaganda. We will. Thank That's you very much. That's our job. Mm. Uh, Black Halo 6, wherever there's a Wu Mao mm. uh, in chat, play the clip. Which clip? We Which got a clip? couple clips here. Well, we've got... Pardon. What else do we got? Um, show you Chinese manners, I think. It's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Twitter considers the term white monkey to be an ethnic slur. I was suspended from Twitter a while ago, so y'all be careful. Yeah. Interesting. It's what Chinese people call... Yeah, it's not an ethnic slur at all. No. Anyway, um, guys, we probably have to move on to our... I just main... wanted to get through these super quick. Really? Um, yeah, because then people have been waiting. Oh, okay. Any, uh, sorry, uh, we'll, we'll do a couple more. Okay. Uh, yeah, any wishes for Chairman Xi on his 68th birthday? 69, one more year. Nice. Uh, <laughs> high five fans from Balshazar. Hey guys, love your videos. I'm arguing with Wu Mao comments in the Barrett's videos. Is it worth it or just ignore them? Yeah. You can pose your argument and then give them a little hug, an e-hug. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll move yeah. on. All right, time for Soft Power Hour, where we talk about how China is changing your mind through its propaganda and other weird ways that they do. Now, we've got this, this one that we're going to talk about now is kind of important. And Very the, important. The reason, the reason it's important, let me just get this thing up here. The reason it's important is this, this could potentially affect you. Yeah. Okay. We need to educate you guys on something here, and we have to give you a very stark warning about something here. Okay. First, we're going to talk about CGTN. All right. Um, what is CGTN, Seamilk? So CGTN is actually a rebrand mm. of Chinese pre uh, China's previous kind of foreign media branch. English, English media branch. Yeah. And that was called CCTV9. Mm -hmm. So CGTN basically launched this campaign in 2016. And the idea, and this was under Xi Jinping, the idea was that if we, our current propaganda is not working well. No. This brand is not working well. People see the word CCTV, they either think of closed circuit television or they think of, um, this has been too synonymous with Chinese propaganda for a sure, long time. Sure. So they said, hey, let's make this branch of, of the propaganda arm. That's what it is. The propaganda branch of the CCP, of the Chinese government, has this branch um, that CGTN operates under. Yeah. And the idea is to make, I have a quote here actually, it says, it's an, a major initiative to help shape, shape positive global opinion. And that, that comes from Xi Jinping's Tell China's Good Story, Make China Look Good to the Rest of the World. Right. So they come up with this whole brand and they shift. They're like, now we're going to promote soft power propaganda abroad. So CGTN is the biggest network of China's soft power propaganda. It's not a private company. Nope. I'm sure you've seen it. I, we can go through a couple of examples that you can actually yeah, we, show. Yeah, we, we will show you in a minute. Um, but yeah. basically, long story short, CGTN is the biggest arm of the Chinese government's way to communicate with you. Mm -hmm. And you've probably seen them on Twitter, Instagram, on YouTube, and they're all over the place. Yeah. And the thing, what, what they're doing is they are starting to recruit foreigners yes. and foreign, foreign speakers mm -hmm. on behalf of the Chinese government without saying that. 
They're yeah. basically starting this campaign, and it's called the Media Challengers, yeah. where they're going out there and saying, you can work for us, but it's not the Chinese government. You can work for us as a new reporter, a vlogger, yeah. an yeah. influencer, and you'll be part of this new narrative where we're going to challenge the Western media's narrative. Yeah, okay, before we even get into the Media yeah. Challengers thing properly, again, we must reiterate that CGTN is a propaganda arm of the Chinese government. Correct. Uh, it cannot be separated from that. Mm -mm. That is its entire mm. role. It's it not is. a private company. Yeah. You know, a lot of people out there might think, what's the big deal? CGTN, it's kind of like CNN or Fox no, News no, or no, something. No, 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 no. No, imagine if CNN was run by the Republican Party or... No, or no, just, no. Just the federal government. The federal yeah, government. The, sorry, the federal government. So CNN or... Yeah, CNN was the federal government's channel. And the only thing they were allowed to report were things that the federal government wanted them to report. So they'd have to report only positive things, only show like Yellowstone National Park and all the good things, show the numbers of like, oh, unemployment's down and this is up. And all the good you know? that we do in the Middle yeah, East. Look at all the good that we're doing, yes, and, and this kind of thing. Look how much oil we've secured for the people. Happy children yeah. at the border. You'd show like, like happy Iraqi children dancing yeah. and stuff. Like giving you know, flowers to soldiers. Ser seriously, it is a government thing. So for anyone who thinks, oh, it's the same as Fox News or CNN, bollocks, shut up. No, you no. don't know what you're talking about. It is run by the government. It reports directly it's to not the a government. Company. That, that means it's, that that worked on you. That means the yeah. propaganda worked on you. It you gets its that. directives and its narratives from the government. Yes. It is the CCP, the Chinese Communist directly. Party of China, directly says, this is what we're going to do. And then CGTN says, okay, we will do this. And it's the, the Communist Party of China says, you may not talk about X, Y, Z. And then CGTN says, yes, we will not talk about X, Y, Z. We don't want to talk about it anyway. You know, that's not to say other things don't have like CNN or Fox or whatever don't have uh, partisan biases. partisan bias. Yeah. That's a difference. This they don't is, belong. They don't belong to the government. No, this is the mouthpiece of the Chinese government, and yeah. it is not anything else. Yeah. So first, we're going to look at uh, this campaign that we saw pop up. Yeah. So this campaign, let's we're going to play this to you. We're going to get out of here, and we're going to play. Are you a reporter, presenter? podcaster, or social media influencer, hungry to find a platform to show off your talent. Conquer the well, world. here it is. Challengers and innovators are sure of a warm we welcome and growth here at CGTN. <laughs> sure. This is my 21st year at CGTN, and the best of it is you get to meet all these great people from different circles, from different walks of lives and um, they all have great stories so much to passion share. And speech. It is a diverse stage. It is included. Uh, okay, like you, you get the idea, right? This this is their push for this idea, this media challenges thing. We're going to get more in depth into it. I wanted to start with this because of how innocuous this looks. Yeah. It's a bunch of Chinese, ethnically Chinese looking people talking about how the CGTN is going to change the world and all this kind of stuff. So you would actually, this would probably ducks off the waters or water off the ducks back. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. Yeah. It's China doing their thing. Yeah. And let me tell you why it's a big deal. So go to the next part. I put together stage. some media about what um, CGTN I actually you, you um, has some. done. Yeah. Okay. This is the stage where my dream came true. To, we don't need to watch this man anymore. No, this man's just... Wait, wait. You it know, doesn't... I mean... I, I just got to say, there's a, there's a couple of uh, familiar faces. Oh, interesting. Faces. Yeah, I see a couple of familiar faces here. You might see the, the woman in the burgundy dress. That's a color, right? Burgundy? That's a color. What do you, what do you think it is? I mean, no, I mean, is that that color? Yeah, I think so. I think it's kind That's of burgundy. Kind of burgundy, yeah. right? Okay. You might recognize her. 
We're gonna show you later. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep an eye on her. Yeah. Be the opportunity to also travel around. Blah 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 blah. blah. Okay. So anyway, there's a bit of a you know a foreign foreign voice or whatever, and then she goes on to recruit. So. Whoa, yeah, sorry, the media challenger. Yeah, so what I want you to do is just solidify this logo in your mind. It's yeah. very important CGTA. that you solidify this logo in your mind. You will see this everywhere coming soon, and we'll tell you why. When you see this logo, remember it's Chinese propaganda. It is. That is, CGTN is Chinese state propaganda. It's nothing more, nothing less. No. That's what it does. Um, so there's a neat little website you can use. Go to the next slide here. Yeah. Sounds like we're in a business meeting. Can you yes. hit the next slide, please, yeah, and absolutely. see the, the performance of last year, yeah. last week's numbers? What did they used to call this? Projectors called like a Proximo or something. I used Was to have it? to set them up, yeah, in meetings back in the day. Oh, weird. IT. Yeah. We're just doing some propaganda for CGTN here. Okay, okay, so if you go to Media Bias Fact Check, I love this website. It's great. Yeah. You can put in any news source, yeah. and they go through and fact check what they've said, what mistakes they've made, and then they talk about whether it's a reliable source or not. Yeah. The worst rating you can get... The worst rating you can get on this website is questionable source. Right. And it says a questionable source exhibits one or more of the following extreme bias, consistent promotion of propaganda conspiracies, poor or no sourcing to credible information, a complete lack of transparency, and is fake news. Yeah. Fake news is a deliberate attempt to publish hoaxes and disinformation as a purpose of profit or influence. So this is they have a list of questionable sources. CGN makes the questionable CGTN. sources. I just want to say it says overall, we rate China Global Television Network, CGTN news question questionable based on the promotion of pro-state propaganda and heavy censorship so it gets the lowest mark um world press freedom rank for china is 177 out of 180 so please get i know it's a lot of facts get those in your head first before we go into how insanely ridiculous it would be to want to work for this publication yeah you're working you're going to be potentially working for one of the worst dictatorships in the world that is currently genociding people you yeah, will amongst other things you will be used for promotion of that propaganda yeah because that's why they're hiring people yes and you also are working for a what is deemed a questionable source to the point where almost everything put out by cgtn is for the purpose of chinese state propaganda it is right it is i mean they show they have travel shows and things too but the only reason for the travel shows is to show how great china is and how like the infrastructure or the poverty alleviation or the this or that you know so yeah so move on to the next yeah. slide so i want to talk about a little history of uh cgtn and yeah. what you would if you're working for them what you would potentially be working for just remember that they've recently been kind of kicked off the air in the uk because of what we're about to show you if I can get there, there we go. So CGTN, what they were doing, along with CCTV, uh, I believe it was four, mm -hmm. what they were doing was airing forced confessions, yeah. okay? And forced confessions, there's actually a great documentary about this, but mm -hmm. their forced confessions, what they would do is put on Chinese prisoners. They would take them out of prison, yeah. and they would force them into confessing what they did. And a lot of times they would say, I'm sorry for what I've done to the country. I'm sorry for making China lose face. Yeah. And a lot of these people are just political dissidents. Sure. Right? Sure. So the reason that they would put these on is, this is it goes against most countries' kind of journalistic integrity laws, is yeah. that, or rules, I should say, you can't show forced confessions on the news because it's it's... It's blackmail. Yeah. It's against human rights principles. And it's right. also a way of, I mean, the whole point of this is to coerce people from not speaking out against the government in the future. Yeah. Now, it's one thing to air this in China, right? This is being aired with subtitles. Go to the next slide. Yeah. With subtitles in English for you to see, yeah. right? 
These forced confessions are being aired so that you consume them. Yeah. And most importantly, Chinese dissidents living abroad also consume them. Yeah, and don't forget, CGTN is part of CCTV and every single CCTV channel, whether it be CCTV 13, 4, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, whatever, billion, it's the same company, it's the same group as well. So you have to understand that when you see other like big uh, like things like these forced confessions on other channels, it's related to the same company. It is the same company. Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. So they got messed, they got, CTN got in trouble and kicked off the air in the UK for yeah, this Yeah, simply thing. because they were doing that and they were also like lying about their license. They got it through some, un, like some shady way. And all so, yeah. So there's this, uh, this guy, surnamed Dalin uh, from, from Sweden. And he was, uh, he did a documentary about this and he, I quote him, he says he did, he went through and analyzed like a ton of these, dozens right. of these forced confessions. He said, the point of these televised confessions is to not only deter the individual, but to attack a larger group of people by striking fear into those who see the broadcast. And so there are some, there's very few of these people that have been able to be interviewed. Yeah. But the few people that have escaped from the situation or defected after they've been released from jail have said that they would, this is what CGTN would do, because you well, might yeah. be thinking- CCTV. CCTV, but yeah. CGTN as well. So, yeah, it's the yeah. same company. Yeah. So CGTN, what they would do is, they, in order to get some of these confessions out of people that didn't want to talk, they would bring in a family member. Mm -hmm. They would get the, the Public Security Bureau or the police to get one of their family members, bring them into the prison, mm -hmm. right? And then threaten to beat them or hurt them mm -hmm. off camera, and then sure. put the camera on them and say, are you gonna talk now? So we're talking about eyewitness accounts of people that went through this, forced confessions, and then forcing family members to go through these kind of torturous things to get these confessions out of these people, and then being aired on foreign television sure. in, in your country. Yeah. So you're talking about a company that does this right. on behalf of the Chinese government. And not only that, maybe you can talk about her, Cheng Lei. Cheng Lei is a, a Chinese-born Australian. Australian yeah. citizen. Yeah, so she's an Australian citizen. She worked for CGTN for, what, nine, nine years? A while, no, yeah. Was it 10 years? Long time. Bl bloody long time. Years and years and years. Okay, uh, getting my facts a bit wrong here. But she worked for CGTN for a very long time. And she was also CNBC's uh, China correspondent prior to that. So she was on uh, CGTN for a very long time. And then all of a sudden, she just got disappeared. So she got one of those. She went off air. All of her data or, you know, her personal details that you find on the CGTN's website that says, oh, she's a reporter and stuff, all got scrubbed. All of her previous reports and TV shows that she was a part of all got taken off the website, got taken off the system, completely disappeared. And then later, these f sort of charges of um, national security being a spy, yeah, being a spy came a a against her. And in typical fashion, there's no yeah. explanation in China. No proof. No proof, no explanation, no, no anything. She just got detained for however long, a year or more before she was actually officially charged. And she was charged with um, selling or giving state secrets, you know. As to, they, to they, this is what they do. Foreigners or whatever. It's what they do to the Michaels. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, they do this to people that don't actually have any criminal charges against them. It's a very convenient thing because if it's related to national security, they don't have to go public and say what the evidence was. Yeah. Oh, it's related mm -hmm. to national security. She did something bad. Yeah. Right. So she's an Australian. My yeah. point is, she's an Australian citizen. This sure. is not just a Chinese person. No. So if you're working again, if you're working for CGTN, this is how the company and the government treats its own employees sure. working for them. You have to understand that you are not safe as a foreign citizen. I'm American. I'm Canadian. So if I go to China and work for CGTN, I'm immune to all of this. No. You're not. Oh, no, you're not. 
So yeah, you take one wrong step, which she obviously did somehow yeah, somewhere. to take a wrong step. She got accused of being a national security threat and disappeared, and she's still kind of in limbo wherever, in jail or whatever. You never know. Because when the Chinese government decides to nail you for whatever reason, they can just make up any excuse they want. Yeah. Just like they did with the, with the two Michaels. Right. Just like they've done countless times with dissidents sure. and human rights activists and whatever. They just disappear them and then they put them under house arrest or they put them in a black jail or whatever and you're not allowed to find out there's no open trial there's no anything where people can see what's going on and see what the actual charges are or, or any evidence so you know this is cgtn this is directly linked to cgtn because she used to work for cgtn and then she got uh, you know arrested and detained and what have you so yeah. yeah so there's a little background um now cgtn this is these are some areas you might see cgtn pop up in mm -hmm. now i'm going to do a full-on video about this but this is our going to be our light version the reason we want to do this is we want to talk about this campaign that's going to be reaching your shores yeah. Yeah. um so you can see it this is this is our latest video xi jinping, xi jinping uh joins the communist party of china blah but he does that oath thing yeah, basically oath. with the all the the other members but it says cgtn is funded in in whole or in part by the chinese government Tell, tell everyone why this is important to us. Well, that right there, because they're now using foreign, West, or I should say Western media, things like YouTube, things like Twitter, it's important to note that there's a, a denotation underneath that actually says yeah. that this is the Chinese government. Because think about it, okay? This is not CNN. No. CNN doesn't have a, this is part of the American government for no. a reason, because it's not. It's not a government mouthpiece. This Most importantly, is, you have the choice to choose whatever yeah, you want to see. You, when you see that, you can make up your mind and say, okay, so this is funded by, in part, or, or in whole. And it is in whole, by the way. So it's fully funded by the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese government. So you can then think, okay, whatever's going to be said on this channel is probably going to be pro-Chinese government since they're funded by the Chinese government, since they are the Chinese government. And it helps you make up your mind. Can I can I throw something in there? Sure. Now, it's very important to, to designate the fact that we don't think that government-funded media is inherently a bad thing. Because if you sure. look at the BBC, if you look at DW, yeah. these are examples of how if you have a free country mm -hmm. that... Yes, the government can fund a public broadcasting network, but they're not influencing the views of the journalists. That's the difference. Sure. This is different from the BBC in that it's government-funded and government mouthpiece. Sure. There is no dissenting opinion within it. There's That's no investigative correct. journalism, mm -hmm. right? So uh, you might see them on Instagram. Again, 2.4 million followers, very big. They post left yeah. and right. Now, I, what I noticed, the reason I want to throw this up there is that they have very different approaches on all their media. Sure. So their YouTube stuff will have like some of their foreign shills going to different areas and be like, there's no genocide and sure, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Their Instagram will have like animals. They love animals. They post like, here's an orangutan born in Indonesia. Here's like a building in whatever. Mm -hmm. They post very innocuous stuff on Instagram to get people to think that the whole idea. And again, they, to quote is that they want people to rebrand. They want people to yeah. not think of this as Chinese propaganda. Absolutely. By the way, just seeing those astronauts there, can we all agree that China should stop getting preferential trade agreements and stuff because they're a developing country? Should they not be, I don't know, giving other people preferential trade agreements? Because if they can send astronauts into space and, and have a space station and send stuff to Mars, surely they're not a developing country that needs, oh, poor little developing country, let's give them a break. Because they obviously, you know, they're not, I don't know, rich enough. So we're going to have to give them preferential trade deals. Let's send them humanitarian aid every year, like everyone does. Yet they're sending people to the moon, okay? And space stations. Can we just all agree that that's ridiculous? 
Anyway. I agree. I agree with you. Anyway, sorry. Just it's face yeah. face politics. Anyway, um, yeah, you see Twitter. Them, here's Twitter, but you see it says there China China state affiliated media. Correct. Which is good. You need that. Yes. You need to know that. Yeah. As you can see, I follow CGTN. No, I don't actually, but it's followed by some of my friends. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, some weaker activists obviously keep an eye on CGTN. Yes. To see what they're doing. So CGTN, state of China, state affiliated media. You get the uh, at least the tag, right? Yeah. You notice Instagram mm-hmm. put out by Facebook, right? Facebook owns Instagram. Does not give does them not that give designation. Them tag, yeah. So just take a step back and think about. I know Twitter sucks, I know YouTube sucks, and all this kind of stuff, but at least they do their due diligence yeah. to designate that stuff. In, Instagram and Facebook are not doing that. And yeah. we have seen multiple times Facebook censoring on behalf of the Chinese government. We know Mark Zuckerberg is, loves Xi Jinping. I mean, he asked he, him to yeah. name his baby, for God's sakes. Yep, yep. That didn't work out for him, did it? No, anyway, so you kind of get an idea. It's a, it's a literally a propaganda arm of the government. Okay, so let's... let's um show you one of their recruitment videos. Yes. Okay. Now remember, this is a recruitment video for the Chinese government. For the Chinese government's propaganda arm, CGTN. Let's take a look. One of the coolest things about being a reporter and a vlogger is that I can travel to every corner of the world, experience diverse cultures and have a deep interaction with the locals. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know, I did a video and I actually featured uh, this woman. Her name's Li Jingjing. She's a reporter for CGTN. Just so you know. Masquerade, so. Masquerading as a normal vlogger. And yes. this is actually, this is what they're trying to do. This media challengers campaign for CGTN. The idea is to blur the line yes. between a state propagandist reporter and a vlogger. Yeah. Right? Because they want, if you have vloggers in your fold, then, oh, it's not state opinion anymore. They don't sure. need that designation anymore. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I'm just going to, this is my own view. Exactly. Yeah. So she has her own um, YouTube channel called JJ on the Road. And if you go there, it doesn't say state-affiliated no. media. But the interesting thing is that all the videos on her YouTube channel are exactly mirrored on CGTN, where it does say state-affiliated media. Right. Because it is. It's made by, produced by, and released by CGTN. But then she just takes them, or they take it, put it on YouTube under her personal channel, and then suddenly it's uh, just a... A little, you know, happy woman vlogger walking around sharing her experiences. So here she is recruiting foreign vloggers. Yeah, exactly. To be part of the Chinese government. Yeah, let's continue. For example, now I'm in Guangxi joining the locals to celebrate their biggest music festival. As a vlogger, I have a chance to share my perspective of China with the world. Okay, here now this this is where it gets dangerous. Um, Our friend here, Matt, is now a recruitment tool for the Chinese state. This is what's happening here. He's being used as a recruitment tool for Chinese state propaganda. Now, he might not realize how dangerous this is and what a slippery slope this is, but when you are a face of Chinese propaganda like he is now, because he's being used uh, for multiple propaganda trips and fluff pieces and and, uh, genocide denial in Xinjiang, for instance, that type of thing, Whether, whether they like it or not, whether he likes it or not, he is being used as a tool, a propaganda tool. And here it's being used as a recruitment tool, which is, you know, not a very good thing to do if you're an American, I believe. Let's see. For example, I'm at the Maritime Silk Road Museum in Guangdong, sharing my perspective of the 800-year-old wreck of the Nanhai One. If you want to do a cool job like this, join CGTN Global Media Challengers. If you're interested in becoming a vlogger, Okay. So, Can I say something? Yeah, sure. So 
I have no problem. If you guys don't know, this is Jio, Jio Nation. Yeah. Um, he's a, a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. Actually, a friend of ours. Um, I have absolutely no, I, despite what he's done on his <laughs> videos about us, um, I have absolutely no problem with him as a person. I think he's a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want to get that out of the way. I have no nefarious intent for this. It's, it's not a hit piece. This is a warning. This is a pro. I have a problem yeah. with this, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. The guy I know, uh, Matt, he... He, if I asked him a couple years ago, he would never think he would be in this position because, yes, you can go on like a state-sponsored trip and go look at a waterfall or something like that. But mm -hmm. this is active recruitment for yeah. for the propaganda arm of the Chinese government. And if you don't understand, is when you take that first carrot, when you take that first kind of paycheck or whatever they offer you, like a promotion, and they say, "Hey, go do this trip with us." You don't understand, you're signing yourself up, it's a deal with the devil, you're signing yourself up for a future of being a, a white pawn, a mm -hmm. foreign pawn for the Chinese state. You, you know what else is very sad about this is, look, it says if you're interested in, in becoming a vlogger just like me, he's basically just completely denigrated himself here. Everything that he's worked up to this point is not him anymore. No. CGTN is now taking credit for it. Because look, it says if you want to be a vlogger like me, I don't want to speak on his... What do you do? What do you do? Vlogger, just like me. Join the CGTN Global Media Challengers. Now, I'm not going to play this whole thing of like, oh, you're a traitor. Like, you got to take America's side in this whole thing. No, no. It's you not can that. be pro-China. You can even be pro-CCP all you want. That's, that's up to you, right? Yeah. The problem is, is what he's done is completely denigrated all of his work now to being owned by CGTN. And it's mm. really a shame. It's a shame because I know him mm. to, to see this. And unfortunately, I, and again, I think he's a, he's a decent guy. I just don't know why these people think that if they just dabble a little bit, that they're not going to end up being used for a full-on propaganda campaign for the Chinese yeah. government. And it's with nefarious intent. Yeah. So, they, yeah. Hi they hire these people because they think, and I quote, that it's more credible to have foreign faces to spread propaganda. Yeah, they right? said that, CGTN said that themselves. Right. Uh, I mean, come on. The fact is, apparently, if you want to be a vlogger like him, you have to join CGTN. It's the only way. So you can't be a vlogger like him unless you join CGTN. That's what he's basically right. saying here. Right, right. Which, like I said, it takes away from his hard work getting up to that point. Now, before we move on to the next clip, what I want to say is that people always ask us, is there any guys like you that are still in China that we can see China footage from and all this kind of stuff, like an unbiased view? Because that's what we did when we were yeah. in China. It was an unbiased view of China. Yeah. The reason you don't see that anymore is because they've been snatched up by companies like this because Xi Jinping needs the narrative to be 100% controlled. Yeah. That's why people think it's so weird and creepy when they go watch China vloggers now mm -hmm. because it's all the same message and it's all very contrived like look into the camera like CCP good, I love the culture in China. It's not organic anymore because China can't have organic vloggers anymore. I, yeah, look, I have to once again just bring it back to, to our friend Matt here because it's important. What he thinks he's doing, maybe he doesn't think that, maybe he's actually a bit smarter than that, but what he, what he portrays that he's thinking he's doing is that he's just having his own good time and showing his perspective of his travels and... He's not a propagandist. He's just going out there having fun, showing the culture, dressing up in the costumes, playing grown-up dress, dress up or whatever, and all the minorities' costumes and stuff, and having a good time. That's what he thinks he's what he's putting out there. But he doesn't realize he's being used as nefarious propaganda for the Chinese state. And I'll say, and I'll give it an example. He was taken to a mosque, okay, to show look how free people are to practice their religion in China.
that kind of thing. Now, everybody knows that there's a lot of persecution against the Muslims and the all Uyghurs, religions, all religious religions in China, right? So we have not only dissidents, but you know, people speaking out against the repression and all the terrible things that are happening to them, especially in the west of China. And then you've got him who thinks that he's just going on a fun little trip to look at the culture, being blasted out by state media to say, look, this foreigner went to this mosque and saw that everything was okay. You are lying. We're not repressing Muslims here. We're not doing anything bad. Look at this foreigner in this mosque. So you see, he is being used as really like nefarious propaganda. But at the same time, he doesn't realize that. He thinks he's just having a, a fun time looking at model boats or whatever it is. And I don't want to focus on him, so let's move on to yeah, the next guy. On, but I just no, wanted to I, use I that want, as an example. I want to put something in your guys' head is that when you're doing this, mm -hmm. when you're working for CGTN, you are working for one of the least reliable internationally re recognized news sources. Right. It's a propaganda state, armed propaganda, right? Yeah. Literally of the, of the Chinese government. And you are being used actively to deny the human rights atrocities of China. Now, I'm not bigging that up. I'm not over-dramatizing it. That is yeah. why they're hiring you. Yes. Because China needs to perpetrate a lie to the rest of the world that there are no, there's no genocide. China's a free country. Yeah. They're not, they don't break WTO regulations. Sure. The vaccine is great. Yeah. They controlled uh, COVID while the rest of the world screw, uh, is whatever. Yes, All the other countries yeah. around the world bully China. Yeah. And you're being used for that narrative. And that to me is like horrendously immoral because what you're doing is actively undoing the Chinese dissidents work in, in my country. Chinese dissidents, yeah. thousands of them in America work together to try to expose the human rights atrocities for their family, yeah. for their kids, mm -hmm. for their villages, for the people that believe in a religion, for the people that just don't want to be oppressed anymore. Yeah. And you, one person is doing undoing thousands of peoples of work. Yeah in human rights uh, groups. Yeah, that's the thing, because it's all good and well to go to a nice, beautiful, scenic sure. spot of China and say, look at the waterfalls and look at the beautiful this and that. But to go to Xinjiang, when you know that the agenda right now in China is to prove to the world that there's nothing wrong in Xinjiang, there's no genocide, there's no forced labor and stuff, and you accept this trip to go to Xinjiang to show how the happy Uyghurs are dancing and to show, look at how nice the streets are here, and look, there's no genocide. At that point, you've crossed the line. It's no longer like, oh, I'm just going to show some beautiful scenery and look at China's culture or something like that. Now it's like, okay, I know that there's this massive agenda that the Chinese government is pushing. I am going to go and play along and be a part of that. You know what I mean? Correct. That's the so issue. Let's move on to another uh, uh, advertisement for this media challengers campaign. Yeah. Okay. So another familiar face. Okay, for, first of all, let's see. There was this article that yeah. was written by the Times. Quite a good article, actually. In January, actually, of this year. And it was about, uh, you know, the British YouTubers that are being basically uh, recruited and used as propaganda and funded by um, the BBC. Um, I'd like you to pay attention to the guy just, just here. The noodles. Just there. above me, eating the noodles over there. His name's Jason Lightfoot. He's one of the bigger, what can we say, sh tools of the Chinese government. Mm -hmm. He's being broadcast all over China being uh, pushed by the state media a lot. I, I just have to say something about him. Yeah. Um, can you put his actual picture in the background so people, because people have probably seen his channel. All right. It's called Living in China. Again, 
I used to be in contact with this guy. Yeah, you, really nice guy. Nice, Hilarious. Nice guy, yeah. Huge fan of his channel. Like he used to do a lot of. I I thought the vlogging community in China needed some humor. Like there wasn't yeah, that much like, humor. Beware the nobbler and all. Yeah, that, he yeah. did like really funny skits yeah. deep in like Guizhou Province, and he was wicked funny. And I'm not gonna pull this. Oh, I'm disappointed you don't do what you used to. Yeah. But it was a 180 right when COVID hit. Just like all these other guys. Yeah. Hong Kong protesters and COVID hits. All of these vloggers that we know, mm -hmm. either completely disappear like they just shut up and stop yeah. making videos or they completely go full ccp right and i was actually surprised when people were asking me about him they're like is he a is he a propaganda shill and i was like no it's just jason like yeah. he's awesome then i went to his channel i was like what happened sure it's sure. a full-on ccp propaganda mouthpiece and here we go again let's listen, yeah, to, let's listen to his thing vlogging or traveling well now you have a chance to enter the competition media challenges and you get a chance to work with CGTN. Look at where I am now. You would think that I'm in Europe somewhere, but I'm not. I'm in Huawei's research and development campus. I've had so many different uh, great experiences here with CGTN. I got to go to Yangpu Port. I got to wake up like early, 2 a.m. in the morning to see an authentic uh, fish uh, seafood market. I was sailing in a yacht in Sanya Bay. I saw the shipbuilding uh, industry. I, I had the chance to go to Wenchang Space Launch Centers. Just so many crazy uh, experiences that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Uh, and that's all thanks to CDTN. So if you want to join this competition, then I would highly recommend it. And uh, good luck, and I hope you win. Okay, I mean, here's the thing. If you listen to what he said, where he went, he went to all the talking points of China. Look, we want to show our industry. We want to show our space program. You know, we want to show the shipbuilding. We want to show the, the this or the that. So they take, and it doesn't matter who you are, because you know some of the people they've chosen are really just. Uh, I don't want to be nasty, but like not qualified. Okay. I can think of a couple in particular. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. just completely not qualified at yeah. all, and they take them to these places where they can film them. Oh, look, the foreigner is looking at our space program. That suddenly gives more credibility yeah. to their space program because foreigners are looking at it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And they get the foreigners to film themselves and put it out in their vlogs. That's a bonus for them. What they really after is they want to be able to film them with the CGTN cameras and put them on the news and put them on the newspapers and stuff. So yeah, go back to him, actually. You don't need yeah. to play this thing. I just want this on the wrong clip here. So. Yeah. Uh, with him, again, I, the reason that we, we were surprised, we looked up this media challenges campaign. The first one that shows up is Jayo. Yeah. The second one that shows up is is Jason. And I was I was like, I almost gutted again because I'm like, here's another one fall into this propaganda campaign yeah. for, for money, obviously, yeah. um, or, or fame or whatever. And then being used to go suppress human rights yet yeah. again. And it's Again, it's one of those things that if you, again, if you asked us maybe a couple of years ago, we wouldn't think it's that big of a deal. We would have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. But it's because me and Winston keep talking to people that do human rights here in the U.S. Yeah. It's people like that telling us what, a, what damage this has. Because yeah. what this does is it gives foreign credibility to a very, very evil movement and a very, very evil government. So it's one thing when Chinese people that are employed by the CCP say it, but it's another thing when the CCP uses foreigners to try yeah. to have more credence yeah. in the international world for its propaganda message. That's correct. And again, all of these guys are tied to it. That's the yeah. creepy thing. Remember when I said there's no one left that's mm -hmm. doing like unbiased stuff? Well, Jio's doing it, living in China's doing it. What's next? Yeah, well, of course, our favorite critical race theorist 
<laughs> this was in uh, uh, the sea makes me like Tibet cringe out pretty bad. <laughs> well, anyway, this is again CGTN. Yeah, anyway, so look, pretty much all of the guys that are. You know, this this particular situation is in Tibet. Mm -hmm. Again, to go and show, oh, look, the West is wrong. Tibet's great. We're going to go show how awesome the culture is and how great everything is. There's nothing to worry about. All of these guys are connected to CGTN. All of them are, you know, working for the same thing. Um, you'll see other familiar faces. Yeah, I mean, we'll throw some more yeah. in here yeah, in well, the background. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see. I'll fast forward. This is another one of their media challengers. Um, yeah, we'll, one, we'll of the one of the Barrett's. Media challenge. Okay, so uh, if you're not familiar with this guy, he's one, the younger of the two Barretts, and they do things like sell um, cold medicine as a cure for COVID-19 and anything yes. that'll make money for them. Oh, it's pretty very, pretty despicable. His evil. dad's the most nefarious. Yeah, it seems like he'll do anything for a buck, but he's yeah, uh, <laughs> brave, brave. There he is. Yeah, yeah, there's the older the older Barrett. So he's being. You can run that clip for a second, so you can see it's part of this. Uh, yeah, it's all part CGTN of the CGTN campaign. like media challenge. Yeah, I just have that. You see how it's masquerading as being like a legitimate international news source, and this sure. is the whole point. That's why they're dumping billions of dollars into this. Yeah, it's also part of the five hundred percent increase in Chinese propaganda that Xi Jinping disapproved. Correct. Correct. This is all part of that, and the idea again, not to drill this home too much, but it's for you to consume. This is for you to believe in Chinese propaganda. It's not for Chinese people at this point. No, it's not. So everything here is tied together. All the we have more. <laughs> yeah, all the shills that we've been um, talking about. You know, we we at. I'm, I got to be honest with you. Sure. I steered clear of this for the longest time because yeah. I didn't want to make it look like a petty YouTube drama. I know, I know. But, but it's not. This is no longer. Our job is to talk about China's, you know, the issues with the Chinese government and Chinese society. That's what we do. We it's talk our moral about, prerogative. Yeah, we have to talk about these things. And now this is China's propaganda and soft power. These guys are all being used as tools for the Chinese government. And so we have to talk about them for that reason, not because of a personal grudge or because we think they suck. Yeah, I, I was, like that. I'm just really disappointed mostly. Again, because yeah. a lot it of these wouldn't people... It be, wouldn't be worth it. No. But the fact that they're being boosted by the Chinese government and being used as propaganda tools now makes it something we have to talk about. Right. Um, to continue on here, we've noticed some other things. So yeah, this this whole like idea that CGTN is this international brand, and they're challenging yeah. your idea of what you think about China. So the media challenges, right. even in the name, you can see they're trying yeah. to challenge Western media. Right. Okay. And I know that that's playing into the hearts and minds. I think this analysis is important. It's playing into the hearts and minds of these people that like to say Western, uh, or sorry, mainstream media bad. Yeah. J journalists are shit. Sure. All this kind of stuff. These, while I think a lot of those statements have some certain elements of truth to them. Sure, sure do. <laughs> I, I believe that there are good journalists out there. I personally know some. People do good work. And you have the choice to be watching us. Mm -hmm. You have the choice to watch your news. Thousands of different news outlets, sure. whether it's your local one, some alternative media, some bit shoot things. Some, you have the choice to consume whatever you like. And you are smart enough to make up your own mind about yes, that. Yes. Whereas China gives you one pill to swallow. That's it. And it's only that pill. There's yeah. nothing else. And what they're doing is wrapping it with these 
interesting looking foreign media uh, specialists. These people that are very much unqualified, like you said, to talk about any of these things. A lot of them don't even speak Chinese, but now they're journalists on the ground on behalf of the Chinese government operating for, working for one of the least credible sources in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. You understand why I have a personal problem with that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's detestable. Well, I mean, look, like you said, mainstream media might be bad, but the Chinese media is far worse. Oh, it's if you're going to make comparisons. Far, far, far worse. It's like you said, it's one pill to swallow. They have one directive. They've got one set of things that they can say, one set of things they can't say. Right. That's it. There is no challenge to what they have to say. No. No, there's no challenge other than you are state media propaganda now. Exactly. So anyway, remember the, the, the lady in the burgundy? One of our favorite quotes. Yeah, let's listen to this. Yeah, come on. Come because on. I left no stone unturned, but still couldn't find any trace of genocide. So I think what United States said in its human rights report saying that China has a genocide here was a total smear to China. So, yeah. That... Well, can we introduce her? It's a very interesting story. Kate Quay? Yeah, so she was like a hedge fund manager, like a huge, rich woman working in the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. Put her on the background. What are yeah, you doing? Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll find her picture. There, there it is. Um, so anyway, she all of a sudden randomly... I, I got to say, she's pretty pleasant when I talk yeah, to her yeah, on I Twitter. Mean, she's we, not you, like you guys a, argued with each other. But. Yeah, we argue sometimes, but she's actually fairly nice. No, yeah. I just think... But, oh, yeah, I didn't think she's a bad person. No. Well, I, I do think it's fairly interesting, though, that she left this, like, very prosperous life, right? Yeah. And this is not drama. <laughs> but she all of a sudden randomly ends up being a CGTN reporter, right? right? And her whole shtick was we watched the live stream of this media challengers grand opening yeah. and she goes on it and she starts answering these questions. She's like, well, uh, the person asked her like, why are you a, all of a sudden like a reporter? And she's like, actually I have a long background doing this kind of stuff. Right. Sure. Which is whatever. But her whole thing is that she talks about business and finance. Sure. That's her background. Makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. Then why is she talking about genocide in Kashgar? Well, again, like we're trying to show you that this is all linked to, uh, state yeah. propaganda, genocide denial being one of the biggest right. pushes right now, which they're all connected to. Right. Okay. So Miss Quay, along with the Barretts and the Jios and the um, obsessed lunatics and various other, you know, shills out there, they're all working for the same thing. They're all working for propaganda and they're all helping with this message of there is no human rights issues in China. There's no genocide. There's, there's no forced labor. There's none of this stuff. That's what they're doing. They're being used as this propaganda tool. You right. know, there's right. no uh, religious uh, oppression or anything like that. No. You know what I mean? That's the despicable thing is it's all connected. It's and all connected. All these people are we, connected. We wanted to warn people like this young man here. So let's take a quick listen. Well, can we explain what he's doing first? Well, let, let's just okay, sure, it's sure. straightforward. Great to hear about the Media Challenges event. Being a travel host is one of my personal dream careers. I would like to take this opportunity to introduce myself. I'm Kai Lemel from Cape Town, South Africa. Today, I would like to talk about why I personally think that I'm perfect for this opportunity and to work with CGTN. You see, this media challenges thing, they're offering a $10,000 incentive. Bonus. It's like... It's like a prize that you can win. Also, they're offering free, um, what's a training on how to be a vlogger, how to use, um, you know, equipment to, to do basically propaganda. Right. That's what they're doing. So you've got a lot of young, impressionable people like this bloke over here. He's, he's pretty big on TikTok. I yeah, think. yeah. So, but they're, they're offering this opportunity. And so, so many people are lapping it up without re realizing that what you're doing is you're going to, you're applying to work 
for the Chinese for the government. Chinese government. The Chinese government's propaganda arm because they're slick. You saw in the beginning how they put this all together. It makes you think it's just like oh, it's like if CNN or or whatever ABC News or whatever it is, they're offering this cool little thing, you know, that I can do. I can go and join them and do this thing where it'll be like kind of a fun little competition. If I you could win ten grand, if you don't know any better, yeah. again, you'll just think it's really cool. And I have nothing against this kid. In no. fact, I really appreciate this kid for putting his voice out there and saying, you know, he's he's passionate about something, sure. right? Sure. The problem is, is that it shows that it's working, right? Yeah. It shows that this rapper that they've made is slick enough to consume. And so this kid thinks he's going to go work for the BBC. He thinks he's going to go yeah. work for something. My advice to you to this kid is like, seriously, you have to understand what you're doing, yeah. right? And number two, stick with what you're doing anyway. You're doing great on TikTok. He's doing some really cool stuff on TikTok. He's, he's confident. He wants to go yeah. interview people. That's really cool. Stick yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to understand it's not a good look to start working for the Chinese government, especially in the way that yeah, the world the is shifting right now. Yeah, not the propaganda of the Chinese no. government who's clearly doing genocide denial and using foreigners. You know, all these guys working for CGTN are constantly being shipped to whatever sensitive area yep, at every time. time. So we called it before where we said, watch out, all the shills will be going to Xinjiang, you know, to go and show dancing Uyghurs. And guess what? That's what they all ended up doing. Yep. That's what they're all doing yeah. because it's a, it's a misdirection thing. It's misinformation. It's... Typical propaganda. This is what happens. Send them all there. They all get to put up on their personal channels. Look at the Kashgar Square. How awesome it is. Look at the people having so much fun. I'm going to have some Uyghur ice cream. Oh, look, the locals are so friendly and they dance all the time. And so that puts out this different image that the image China wants the world to see. Meanwhile, you've got Uyghur dissidents who have had their family members ripped away from them. They've, you know, the concentration camp nonsense, you know, forced labor, all this kind of stuff that is a real issue that needs to be dealt with. And these people are delegitimizing those those very, very legitimate lines of inquiry that need to be followed and spotlights yeah. need to be shone on them. So you end up being a tool for Chinese propaganda. And that's the dangerous part about this. Also, it may very well be against the law in your country to do this kind of work for a foreign government. Right. So just be aware of that as well. You know, Don't right. just willy-nilly run in there and say, yeah, I'm going to go work for the Chinese government. Yeah, don't follow your like your your ego yeah. or your pocketbook. See, can you put on one of the shills before we go to the comedic part of this? Okay. I have one, just one final message. Sure, I don't sure. want to talk to this kid. I feel bad for no, him. No, the, the, the kids. The, there's nothing wrong with that kid. No. Um, um, yeah. You can pick. I don't care who who you pick. Okay. Um, I guess we'll use. We'll yeah, we'll use, use Lightfoot. So we, we never give him in. We never give him shit. No, no, we, on, never, it's gonna, you know, we, we always, never give anyone no, shit. No, we don't, but like we tend to focus on the guys we know personally. Sure, yeah, because I mean, I did. You know? yeah. I mean, kind of. I mean, we anyway, did. Yeah, we yeah. used to talk to this guy. To him. So anyway, um, not just Jason, but all the shills. All what, of the shills. What, yeah. I want to, what I want to say is that before we, we go on to the funny part, mm. a very serious message is that I, I didn't know how bad this actually was until I started talking to people with personal experiences. And yeah. that only happened. I mean, we talked to people on the ground in China that had horrifically devastating stories that we could never tell. Sure. Right. And we still can't tell, especially in specifics for their safety. Yeah, right. Of their safety, yeah. But when I met people that could speak mm -hmm. in America, but can't speak directly because they don't want their families hurt in China, yeah. but they, they uh, find ways to contact me and they say, Listen, I know, I know you probably won't cover this, or I know blah, blah, blah. You can't, please don't use my name because I still have family in China that will be directly affected by this. And I see what they say to me, and you see what they say to you. Yeah. 
and these people that are trying their best to give us their message but kind of be subdued about it because they're so scared of the repercussions. When you read into those, it makes this shill activity, working for the Chinese government, delegitimizing those voices, so reprehensible to me. And again, I'm guilty of not thinking that this was that big of a deal before. I think whatever, it's a gig. Sure. That's the that's the language they like to use. It's just a gig, yeah. right? It's not just a gig because there's people crying when they see, or as I can quote some people, feeling disgusted and ill when they see you guys doing this kind of stuff, saying that there's no freedom of religion, saying that there's no oppression, there's no genocide, there's actual like no, freedom. There is freedom of religion. There is yeah, freedom. Yeah, sorry, there's freedom of religion. Yeah. There's no genocide. Look, they built so many mosques. Let me go show you a mosque. It's we, great. We've had people reach out to us and say that they feel physically ill and cannot deal with it because they can't believe people in the countries that they fled to, right? So the UK, Canada, the US, Australia, would go out of their way to work for that evil government to to put out the message that destroyed them and their families' lives. Yeah, to help with the oppression. That fucks us up, dude. It really, that's when it made so much sense when people were actually reaching out and actually telling real stories. Yeah. With the, the 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 promise of threat, if they if they came out about any of this stuff, and when we see these guys doing that, we feel for them. We understand. It's not. I mean, I understand when they go after us, right? Sure. When they go after us and try to say we're this or that and all kinds of blah bullshit. We know that the Chinese government is pushing them to do those sure, sort of sure, things. Sure. I get that the Chinese government has a narrative they need to follow. They need to cover up their atrocities. Yeah. They're going to use these guys to be the alternative voice to do that. Sure. What I don't get is why would you, okay, go after us, we'll be the punching bags. Mm. Don't go after the people that have fled and try to like have a a sense of normalcy and freedom in these new countries that they've adopted and try to uh, participate in charity and organization to speak out against human rights abuses in China. Don't don't go don't support a government that goes after those people. It's really messed up. And that's when I have a personal problem with it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So if you want to know my ulterior motive or Winston's ulterior motive, it's because we've been talking to people and it's messed up the stuff that they tell us. I mean, you can if you watch uh, Seamilk's video that he released today, you will be able to see just a little bit of what's going on over there. How much the these women Mm. have to put out videos. They want to tell their story, but they can't. They'll go to jail. Right. They'll get in Xinjiang. They'll go to jail. The Chinese government will throw them in the camps. But they've already had their husbands removed and taken yeah. to the camps or their children removed or Han Chinese CCP officials go to live with them in their apartments to monitor them. And the only thing they can do is use emojis, emojis like smiley faces to tell their story year by year yeah. while they like cry on camera, basically. Yeah. That shows you the level of oppression and surveillance if that's their last ditch attempt. Here's the thing. There's it's not the Chinese people that is the issue here. So, you know, if you're going to go on like these guys and say how cool like the, you know, China is, China's great and all that, that's very nice to do. I understand why you'd like to do that, especially if you have Chinese yeah, absolutely. friends. You've made absolutely. A lot of I like that too. When I was living in Shenzhen, I'd always be saying mm-hmm. how great Shenzhen is because, you know, I want my Chinese friends to feel uh, appreciated for what they did for me and absolutely. what they do. There's nothing wrong with that. We're... We're not talking about that. We're not saying anything about Chinese people being bad here. What we're saying is the government that is hurting people, suppressing and hurting people is using these guys as a tool to continue that oppression and to further it, which is the worst, worst, worst part of all of this. It's this government that's bad here, not the Chinese people. So don't ever get that wrong when you watch our videos. It's not about the Chinese people. But these guys are working 
for the government, not for the Chinese people, but for the government, for CGTN. They're being taken around on these trips, being herded around by CGTN reporters and government employees, being taken to sites that they want them to film, being taken to performances that they want them to film, being taken to certain places that they want them to film, and then they're being filmed at those places and being used in state propaganda. So it's like a two, three, four-pronged approach. They get these guys to promote what they want them to promote anyway on their social media, which is secondary to them, but the first and most important thing is that they can then use them as propaganda. They can film them going and visiting a, a, a melon farm or... Because if a white guy says it, it means yeah, it's true. and in Xinjiang and say like, look at the great farming over here or a cotton farm or it's, whatever. There's ulterior motives to every story. Yeah, and then they film it, they put it in the newspaper and it says like foreign, you know, foreign vlogger, famous foreign vloggers see the amazing cotton fields of Xinjiang. And there's then, no forced yeah, labor. there's no forced labor here type thing. That goes out in the press. That goes out to the entire of China. You know what I mean? It gets blasted on state media. Yeah. And these guys are like, oh, yeah, I, I went and had a free meal and, you know, they paid for my travel and it was really cool. And, you know, they're right. such nice people. They don't realize what they're being used for, you know? Anyway. Um, now for the uh, our favorite part. Now, if you didn't think this could get any better, yeah. the CGTN Media Challengers yeah, let me get made it. a theme song. They literally made... A theme song. They did. And it contains a bit of a rap. It does have a rap. So let's take a We're going to have to... Now, you guys are going to get mad because we have to pause this, but we have to pause it to add our own commentary or else we'll get copyright Yeah, strikes, we will. So. so let's... We're just going to hit this, okay? Whoops. Let's... Uh... Does it... Does it, does it... Does it not piss you off that in Washington... D I know you're not American, but in Washington, D.C., there is a CGTN branch. It's literally like if the... The federal government had a branch in in China to spread news. Well, the fact that there are Confucius Institutes yeah. and universities yeah. all around the world doesn't, you know, it's just one of those yeah. things. Anyway. anyway, I just want to point that out. <laughs> this is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. They definitely rushed this out. Sean Gibson, you, you're the man. I love his Chinese shirt. It's kind of like that one you wore in your base, getting scammed on purpose it, it in really, Beijing. It's very similar. He's Don't got wear that the shirt. necklace Don't and everything. That. Don't wear that. Um, I just have to say that this man, um, you know, this is the kind of person that they're looking for. You're every, yeah. you're every man. You're every man white guy. That can walk around in a freaking Chinese yep. shirt. and Cosplaying. Pretend, cosplaying and pretending that he's having this like incredible cultural experience. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I normally would never take someone like this seriously. No, like, no. you know what I mean? Well, you um, know, but, you've met people like this in yeah, China. All the you time. Know, you know, just, yeah. Anyway, anyway the I'm not, they're not, not criticizing these people. That's not what we're doing. No, this. no, not. But what I'm saying is that this is what they're looking yes, for. Yes, correct. All right. It's for white, actually, not just white people anymore. Now it's foreigners yeah. of all colors now to spread propaganda. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I really think his singing is incredible, isn't it? It's, it's just, great. That's with auto tune. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's get his awesome sure. singing one more time, if you don't mind. I got this feeling inside. I really think we might have a new superstar in our hands here. He's got the looks. You he know, does. He's got the sound. He does. Sean America's Gibson. got talent. Watch out. Yeah. Keep your eye out. And send talent So we got a Russian, I'm assuming Russian. They do, I'll tell you why they really love Russians. Maybe not in this context, but they're white and they cost less. 
Yeah, and I mean that sounds old. No, I know, but you you have to explain what no, when, that means. No, when when you're in China, that's because you know Russia borders China. Yes, and you do get a lot of Russians come over the border to seek their fortunes because yeah. you know there's Easy a lot money. of money to be made in China. So they you know very very willing to use them yeah. because you know the fact of the matter is. Um, there's an entire industry surrounding white monkey jobs, okay? And we've said this before. One of our, one of a fairly good friend of mine and yours, who's dead, by the way. Hey, dead. Rest yeah, in peace. Yeah, he uh, died because of an excessive lifestyle in China that led him to down way the too park. excessive. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, he used to do uh, gigs where he'd play music because he's a, he was a very talented musician. He was. He was really okay? good. Yeah. So he used to play music for all these real estate openings. We used to ride bikes with them. Yeah. So, you know, you've got these real estate openings. They need white monkeys to do this. And they normally dress them up in a costume or whatever. And what he'd do is he'd play music. Um, and he used to be very well paid to do it. Yeah. They used to pay him a lot of money. Made more money than we did. Yeah. So anyway, he used to do this. But then the real estate companies realized that it would be cheaper for them to hire uh, Eastern Europeans, Russians specifically, mm-hmm. and people that couldn't play, but they put an instrument in their hand and then they'd play a CD. Right. And then the Russian guys would stand there and pretend to play music and pretend to sing and stuff. Now, this is not to say Russians don't know how of to play. Of course not. But, but the, the models cheaper. that they would choose, yeah. yeah. And so it would be cheaper for them to do that. Now, the same thing started to happen in schools and things yeah. like that. You know, you, you have an English teacher... And if you want to hire an American, you're going to pay a lot more than if you hired a Russian because they're not a native speaker. They can't legally get that job. So they're willing to take a much lower salary and work illegally. So my black friend yeah. made much less than a guy down the road, a Ukrainian guy. Nothing against Ukrainians, but his English wasn't great. Yeah. The black guy, my friend, fully native English. It's his first language. Yeah. And guess what? He's a teacher back home. So he already knows how to teach, mm. making less money than the Ukrainian guy because the Ukrainian guy was white. And that's yeah. how China is. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Let's carry on yeah. with this. I just brought up that conversation. Your brave and with pride. Just not feeling inside. Just your feeling inside. Just feeling inside. I like this wing. Keep going. We saw that guy in the grand opening. Yeah, he's like the one of their presenters. Yeah. Yeah, this looks like so much fun. <laughs> this is such a lazy. Oh no! Can we can we focus on this chorus? You gotta play that again. Well, you want, they decided you really want to hear that again. Well, yeah, I just I just can't believe that they said, okay, here comes the big drop, right? Lazy lyrics up until now, and yeah, I'm like, you're, okay, you're at least musician. The, yeah, yeah, at least yeah, I am a musician. At least the yeah. drop's gonna come, and it's gonna be like pretty inspiring. Right. No, it's time to run. Yeah. That's that's what they decided. Yeah. Yeah. I remind everyone this is the media challengers theme song they made a theme, made a theme song. song yeah to hire a western propaganda apparently people do parkour in reverse <laughs> a lot of this just looks like stock footage by the way oh yeah definitely you know what i should have done if we had more time i could have actually gone to shutterstock and found these clips yeah i guarantee you half of this is stock footage yeah, that they stand bought. on the top of mountain oh our favorite 
She is a. Uh, oh, remember her show is called Headline Busters. Headline Busters, which it's is kind like, of like media challengers. The whole point is to flip Western because she's Western educated. It's to to take uh, the Western narratives, the talking boys, and flip them on their head, bust that headline yeah, exactly. open. There's no genocide. Yeah. The rap's coming by. It's very weak. Okay, let's get us out of here. Is this coming? Yeah, it's, it's coming. Can I can well, I can we analyze that real quick? Okay, super quick. Let's go back. Let's see the first every time I pick up my camera. I, that's my favorite part. Every time I pick up my camera. Every time I pick up my camera over the like guys playing basketball in stock footage. Yeah. So it's the, this idea is that you are going to fight for the Chinese government and your yeah. weapon is going to be your camera, right? Yeah. Uh, every time we pick up. Uh, like, uh. Every time I speak my voice. Speak my voice. Every time, wait, so <laughs> every time you say hi to someone or whatever. Yeah. Media challenger. Media challenger. Isn't it the media challenger? It doesn't matter. It says media challenger. It's even media challenge. Did they say challengers? Let me just double no. check that. Media <laughs> no, they didn't. Media challenger. Media is on. challenger is on, bro. <laughs> is it? Yeah, media challengers. It's media on, bro. Challenger it's, is on, bro. This kind of sounds like a threat. Yeah. Use my words as my ammo. Yeah. So his weapon is his camera. Yeah. That's how he's gonna show the truth. He's yeah. going to challenge the media by using his words as, as a weapon as well. That's mm -hmm. his ammo, right? The, the most hilarious part of this is that you will have zero uh, uh, authority or autonomy mm -hmm. to, to say whatever you want when you're doing this propaganda. You know what this video needs? It needs a bit of cotton. cotton. It does. Yeah. It would improve it, actually. It, it totally would. I prefer Cardi C over this. We're going to see some familiar faces in the, in the play out here. No matter where you fall, we got you. <laughs> That's actually very appropriate. The sky is falling and we catch it, right? Yeah. It what I get from that is that the typical CCP thing, mm -hmm. if something is pointed out like human rights abuses or a disaster, yeah. right? Yeah. China scrambles to to catch that sky, not to repair the situation, but to completely cover it up. You won't know about I'm it. I'm still trying to figure out what sneaks everywhere they ain't bout it. Means. <laughs> well, we're getting to Popeye vibes. <laughs> yeah, here. yeah, exactly. Sneaks everywhere they ain't bout it. I've been sending out because we got it. I'd be, what? I'd be standing out because we got it. I think they just lost steam. Yeah. I think I'm feeling a key change coming. That's how you know it's a good song. Yeah. I got this feeling inside. This feeling I can't deny. Yeah. I want it. I want oh, we saw her in the previous video. I want it. Push my limit. I never quit. Keep Oh. Who's that? Who's that well, over there? Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Just mm. keep playing. Because I left no stone unturned, but still couldn't find any trace of genocide. So I think what United States said in its human rights report yeah. saying that China has a genocide here was a total smear to China. I, I totally get you, Kate. You yeah. couldn't couldn't have said it better myself. Sure. I, although I will say this, Kate, behind you there was a shit ton of stones and they were not unturned. No. Adventures sure. and with pride. Yeah. 
Just a feeling inside. Just a feeling inside and suppress it so you won't be able to say anything. You're all to stay to chill for the CCP. You ready for change? You're gonna brainwash people. Keep going, just keep Look at all the stock footage. <laughs> oh, we saw that in the grand Look at all this stock footage. That's just stock footage. Yeah. Someone the, got this, a Shutterstock this, subscription. This woman over here looks incredibly excited. Yes, I'm going to shill for the Chinese government. Yes! They got like a diverse cast of people to be like, yeah, yes. Go propaganda. CCP. I wonder how they feel. Like, I always, whenever I'm celebrating getting a new job to work for the Chinese government, I like to throw papers with pie charts on them in the yeah, air. Yeah, in the air. It's Identical like, yes. papers. I honestly, there's got to be a key change, right? We skimmed through it. Skimmed it wrong. Oh, oh, what did we see there again? I actually feel wicked bad. Can I say something about Ali? Yeah, sure. I feel bad. He's part of the British duo. You know, his dad looks like a corpse, that one. He, um, again, I think I'm his dad's just, just Ramsey's the second. <laughs> just like survived all this time. You know, they use those embalming. Why techniques. are you showing his ticket? Don't, don't I don't do know. that. Um, so, anyway, I feel bad for him because he's young. Sure. And I know he can make his own decisions and stuff, but I feel like he's getting roped into this and he ne didn't necessarily sign up for it. His dad seems like a real shyster. Mm. Like signing up, he made, he sold counterfeit consoles, he sold cold medicine that was yeah. a, t a cure for COVID. I feel like Ali's just along he's, for the he's ride. He's an adult, you know, you gotta yeah, make your true. own decisions. That's true. You gotta make your own decisions. No more excuses. Fair enough. You could have backed out a long time ago. True. Oh, wait. Oh. Hang on. <laughs> what the hell? Let's let's see. Such a happy song. Let's show people dying of, of COVID. COVID. That's great. And as we sail high, yeah, because yeah. you're going to heaven. High above the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess so. You are going to heaven. That's. I mean, China always they try to do the shit. They basically got a template. They're like, this is going to be an inspirational song on like WikiHow. Yeah. And then they wrote down all this crap lyrics and stuff. Got a bunch of stock footage and said, you know what'd be inspirational? Show dying people from COVID. Yeah. Seriously. That, that's what they decided on. Yeah. Don't give up. You gotta hear the oh. the Key change. Oh, yes. Wait. <laughs> Go up an octave. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of familiar faces in yeah. there. I mean, China is just... I, if this is their best attempt, yeah. I'm not too scared of the future. We're actually helping them. <laughs> Honestly, because we keep showing them where they're making mistakes, and so they're yeah. going to get better and Honestly, better. Honestly, we've, we've actually seen that empirical proof that we've helped their propaganda. We have. But we have to tell you guys about it. Absolutely. Keep going. Oh! Who is that? Journalists on the ground, Barrett. Yeah, there we what go. What an expert. He's, I think he speaks five, maybe less than five words of Chinese, and he is their go-to guy. China is a type. Mm. He is definitely in their type, like a, like a frail, skinny British dude. They love that. I honestly think he can give them a lot of, a lot of advice, having lived through so many thousands of years. <laughs> You know, having survived, you know, maybe a lot of it was spent in a sarcophagus, but when they unearthed him, you know, 
He's got all the ancient Egyptian knowledge. Dude, anyway. yeah, especially from that lost civilization that yeah. we lost, right? Yeah, exactly. Do you think he lived through that? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they brought him along to try to figure out that, those pyramids in China. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. probably why. Yeah. Oh, so many. So many. Oh. But what does it end with? Oh, no. You no. Gotta, you gotta let it ride out. You get to get their full... Uh, their full ad there. I oh, know. I think I cut it out. Yeah, you did. It just said the media challengers. So that's their theme. I just love that they came up with a theme song for that. Sure. But one disappointing thing I'll say to round it out is it's pretty much just me and Winston. Okay. <laughs> it's us. We got Lilla Farley out there. We got our friend Inti. Mm -hmm. We got our friends that talk about these things. But by and large, it's it's only a handful of us that talk about the absolute disgusting nature of the Chinese government, right? Sure. It's a handful of us. Yeah. And they have billions of dollars yeah. to make theme songs, recruit reporters from around the world, yeah, pay yeah. for lavish banquets, go, you know, basically treat all these foreigners like kings. So go work for the Chinese government. I get why people would do it. I mean, sure. it's, you get a lavish lifestyle, right? But yeah. it kind of sucks that there's not that many of us that tell the truth. Yeah, well, you know? I mean, there are. Everybody who's watching this out there, of course. everybody who's part of this of conversation course. is very important. Part of you all know, this. Because you can see how much the Chinese government actually sinks, how much money, time, and effort they sink into these propaganda efforts that they do. You know, look at this ridiculous thing, the media challenges. They're now trying to recruit foreigners from around the entire world in order to use them for their propaganda. Yes. You know? Yes. It's pretty ridiculous. So, hey, at least we're calling it out and showing you. And also it's just... It's time to lie. Yeah. Guys, you know, this is what they're trying to do. They realize that if people see a CGTN brand, that they might not take it as seriously. Because, you know, there are people like us talking about it. People are starting yeah. to realize this is the government. But imagine you had thousands of vloggers, YouTubers, Instagram influencers and stuff, all posting what the Chinese government wants to post. Look at how great Sanya is, the, high, the, the Hawaii of China, you know. Look at this poverty alleviation. Look at the high-speed rails. Look at this infrastructure. Look, there's no genocide in Xinjiang. Imagine you were blasted by TikTokers. Well, you already are. Mm. But you were blasted by those. You were blasted by people on, on Instagram, Facebook, whichever, you know, YouTube. It's all coming at you from all sides. You're going to be like, oh, I guess there is no war in Baixing Sea or whatever it is. You know, you're just going to be like, it's fine. It's totally okay. Everything's good in China. It's great. Look, all these vloggers that I follow, all these random little, look, there's a young little boy saying it. There's an old woman saying it. There's a, from all different walks of life, saying what the Chinese government wants them to say. You're going to start buying that, you know? So it's a smart approach. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's this like throw scatter shot everywhere. Yeah. It's a smart approach, but you have to realize it's the Chinese government that you're working for. If you do accept this media challenges, um, thing where they're paying out a price they are literally trying to use money to recruit you to be a propagandist for the ccp just remember that if right. you're thinking about this by the way right yeah well cool. that was a long that was segment a good one. That was a good one. we still have our uh wumao corner and our you know uh what's happening around the world yeah. thing so let's answer a couple of questions before we move on andrew bomer says interesting content most people never see i'm going to add the cool guy giving up his shift differential awesome Wow. Uh, Mr. James in Bloggington says, Rap, I was hoping you would say Donkey Kong 64 rap. What? Okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, a friend of mine reached out to me. And he was, you know, like you have um, 
in in Korea. They have like K-pop and K-rap mm-hmm. and you know like J-pop for Japan. But so for China, Chinese rap is C-rap. Yeah. Which right. is crap. <laughs> I mean it just is. Like it is. C-rap just I mean why have I not thought about that before? Yeah. It sounds like a dad. There are joke. legitimate Chinese good Chinese rap. No, I know, but I mean like, yeah, yeah. like quite great you would you would say C-rap. Right. For Chinese. You rap. would. Uh, Kathleen Morrison started watching both your channels powerful content about the emoji codes and nuclear leak thank you thank you Torres 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 Viva Taiwan indeed Mm -hmm. Akosha great podcast as always I missed your podcast last week I didn't get the memo of schedule change so now I'm up to date yeah and just to remind you guys it's every Friday from now on yeah Uh, Black Halo 6 clip of the dude crying about getting in trouble (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was fantastic it it is it's just like it, it serves you right it shows you you're fighting for this Yes. You're the one trying to oppress freedom, and when you get your freedom oppressed like that, and you get fined for going on a VPN, you realize exactly what it is that you're fighting for. Correct. You know, uh, Hauntus Farmer says because YouTube will run ads on demon- demonetized things. Uh, you're right. Sometimes I we probably will get monetized for this. I think it's not that controversial. Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, Control Alt Review. Hi there, Laowai and Serpent ZA. I'm a software developer, and I was wondering how China asks for user data from developers. What if a developer makes data unavailable to even themselves? Is it illegal? Most likely. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously stuff, nitty-gritty stuff that we, we you, don't you know You have about, to. When, you have when to, you're yeah. in China, you have to. If the government asks you for data on a user, you have to give it to them. There's no, oh, sorry, we can't do that. Every single company in China is beholden to the CCP. There's none of that crap like in America where they can say, no, that's private data. We're not going to give it out. J.D. Mann says, thoughts on the bill introduced in Texas to ban the sale of real estate to CCP party members? I figured they'll just use a front man to buy the property. It's You're probably right, but it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. And maybe it, it will, you know, the U.S. won't be such an attractive option for people in the CCP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Look, there's always ways around. Yeah, of course. There's always ways around. Jan Kupka, I want to send a greeting to my friend Winnie the Pooh. We'll tell him. Uh, case closed 93 Winston any thoughts on the South African pro rugby player who was shot accidentally after going into a Chinese immigrant's home in Hawaii what <laughs> I have no idea I about that I didn't hear about that sorry Grant uh, what motorcycles do you guys ride in the US do you have a wish list or a dream motorcycle I drive a Yamaha you drive a Kawasaki yeah he's got an XSR 900 I have a Z 900 RS right. we love those bikes yes not very good for long distance though we rode no. them to Vegas and I tell you what you know we've ridden through some pretty awful stuff in China like and it's been horrendous, like downpours through the worst roads ever. But the bikes we're on were so small and maneuverable. It wasn't so bad, but those bikes for long distance, especially in America, because you're always straight, you know, like there's not a lot when you obviously when you go in the mountains, it's different. But when you're traveling, you know, on the interstate, you're going at like 70, 80 miles an hour the whole way. And man, does your ass hurt. I've never had such a bad situation where I was literally dying from sitting on a bike. Because we went like for how many hours straight? Like six, seven, eight hours straight? And it was just like, what are we doing? There was, yeah. I don't know how to explain. It's painful. But they're great bikes. Love them. Bjarni Christiansen says, uh, CGTN actually pays one of the largest TV decoder providers in Iceland to give them the bloody thing on there. Desperate and corrupt. That is messed up. Iceland, get your act together. Mm. We love you. Mm. Uh, Bigweed says, keep, the push, keep up the pushback against CCP. Tom Clement says, one of the most insidious trends we're seeing now is progressives cozying up to the CCP. A certain type of leftist has bought into the perconious lie that uh, any regime against the great Satan in the U.S. cannot be the devil himself. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, we've seen that a lot. And the the problem is the people that stand up for China, like you say, they're just doing it because they hate 
the US or they hate their own countries and they want to fight back. It's like a like a rebellious teenager. But I tell you what, the things that you stand for, okay, is what the Chinese government doesn't stand for. And you would have to actually go live there and figure it out for yourself. Because it seems all nice and glossy on the outside. But when you realize just how badly they treat minorities, for instance, how badly they treat gay people, how badly they treat, you know, anyone in society that goes against their narrative. And there are no rights. You can't just be like, you know, oh, those are my rights you're trampling on there. It doesn't work like that in China. You'll be shocked and probably change your ideas about the CCP. Uh, Daniel Wilcox says, does she know that the, not she, like Xi Jinping, does Xi Jinping know that Western shill YouTubers are most likely double agents? I highly doubt that. They're not double if you're agents. Gonna, if there's a double agent in China, it's going to be a Chinese-looking person. Yeah, okay? it'll be like a Chinese-American or something yeah, like that. It's not going to be a YouTuber. So sorry, JPN, one more. Uh, Seamilk, mm -hmm. there's a reason that hashtag defund this. The BBC is active on, on Twitter. It's fallen so far left and anti-UK that there's an active cause to scrap the TV license. That has not, I, I understand, that has nothing to do with the fact that there are amazing journalists at the BBC, yeah. amazing uncovers. The uh, majority of the the Uyghur stuff that we found out about in Xinjiang are because of journalists on the ground in Xinjiang that uncovered that stuff. So you can't, again, this whole Western media is bad thing just because blah, blah, blah. There might be a narrative or a certain person that you disagree with or maybe even the entity as a whole, but that doesn't mean that the people, the journalists doing the, the getting the research done is bad. Yeah. We need We need that stuff. Sure. It's not the same thing. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so we, yeah, we'll we're going to hit our Wumao corner yeah. where we talk about basically hate. And actually, this time we're going to be talking about a big dog here. It's not just uh, an angry keyboard warrior. Mm -hmm. This time around, we're going to talk about um, China's government official, foreign One of the biggest Wumaos out there. Yeah. Hua Chunying. And uh, well, <laughs> you could go on. All right. So. This is what she did. June 12th, right? Um, June 12 marks the World Day Against Child Labor. Hashtag child labor. U.S. has 500,000 child farm workers with many working in tobacco industry. U.S. is the only one that has, hasn't ratified the UNCRC of the eight ILO conven conventions. U.S. has ratified only two, ranking them amongst the world's bottom. Okay, hang on a second. So it's World Day Against Child Labor. So... If you're going to make a tweet, shouldn't it be like, let's continue the fight against Altogether. child labor? You're, she's supposed to be a diplomat. Yeah. What does she do? She doesn't use this as an actual proper message against child labor. What she does is uses this as an opportunity to attack the West with whataboutism. It's just despicable. There are issues in multiple countries around the world. doesn't matter. India, America, everywhere that, that need to be legitimately lo legitimately looked at and i tell you what child labor in america is being very seriously looked at why do you think she has stats in the first place you know what i mean we don't get to see the stats of china's child labor or their forced labor labor and stuff because it's opaque and not transparent and we can't and that kind of thing doesn't doesn't hit the news but to use an opportunity like this to just attack the west i mean come on when it's like i don't know Labor Day or any other like happy, not happy, but a, a day like how about when it's Women's, Women's Week or Women's Day? We don't go like, oh, today marks Women's Day. China oppresses so many like Uyghur women by taking their husbands away. China forces abortions and stuff. No, you don't do it. That's not diplomatic. What you do no. is you say it's Women's Day. Let's all we, work together. Let's all work together to make sure that the, the rights of women are upheld around the world. Something right. like that. 
You don't use it as an opportunity to just attack one particular country or something like it's despicable and also the whole xi jinping's pushing the softer approach thing he should tell his wolf warriors like Hua Chunying to calm down put the muzzle back on because he's breaking the rules yeah put her back in the, put her back in the cage put her back in the cage uh peter max says hey from taiwan just finished watching the english ma- england match time for bed watch the rest mm-hmm. later thank you thank you to mb jonathan case i know you guys like 1984 but you should check out the book i'm reading now it can't happen here by sinclair lewis it's about an authoritarian u.s which sounds like real life china Mm. Uh, sounds interesting. Yeah. Rudy R., great work unveiling CCP propaganda monster. Thank you. Alex says, here's some money, you filthy animals. Thanks for your work. Your inside <laughs> sources are invaluable, and we agree with that. A- Anthony Saints, thank you very much for the Canadian $100. Uh, keep on wow. trucking along. Here's a small token of my appreciation for your excellent commentary about the PCP. <laughs> Do they know that PCP is in the West means? Yeah. Yeah. If you mix cool. up those letters, yep. uh, you'd have to be on PCP to support the CCP. Sure. Uh, Kara Chronic says, you guys have been on a roll these days. Keep it up. We've noticed that as well. Thank we'll you. We'll double down. Uh, and one more, Tree Theodore, uh, lack of foresight and disrespect for freedom and humanity are the characteristics of shills in China. Thank mm. you, Serpents at Anlaudi 6, for revealing the truth. And Absolute you're very pleasure. welcome, Tree. Good to hear from you. Absolute pleasure. Okay, we're going to move on to worldview. Now, this is where we talk about things around the world, specifically with regards to China. Now, I don't know why this particular one is in worldview. Hey, hey. And it should have been in what's new? Because sports are international. Okay. And it's not funny. No, it's this is not funny. Um, guys, you know, there was this tragic event where they were doing an ultra marathon, like kind of a long distance endurance yeah. marathon in China. And the organizers were really shit. Can I just put it that way? They didn't warn the contestants that there was going to be a cold front hitting. They didn't tell the contestants to prepare warm clothes. And so they were busy like go crossing a, a mountain when this massive cold front hit and 21 of them died from exposure. And a bunch of others were injured. It was a tragedy. It's a terrible tragedy. How do you think the Chinese government responded to this particular tragedy? Well, I have watched them bury live people in a sinkhole to cover up the incident. So I'm going to assume it's not good. No, in fact, um, I have some bullet points. Can you bring sure. them up here? What the uh, Chinese government decided to say is, okay. We had all these people die. Now, you got to understand, these kind of um, endurance runs and stuff have become quite popular lately because um, specific local areas use them to promote their local yeah, place. Area. So they'll be yeah. like, we're going we're gonna to hold a, like a, a competition, a marathon here in our town or you know our province or something. And then people come from around China to go and participate. And then it's kind of like a big PR stunt for them, right? It is, yeah. So, but now the Chinese government has banned cross-country running wingsuit flying I, I just don't understand why they this is not in competition this is just period this is in period you can't do this anymore uh ultra marathons desert races i'm guessing that's like we have friends that do those yeah the desert races are not, are not, not allowed to happen anymore and all extreme sports they basically banned extreme sports uh, you're not allowed to have any kind of extreme sport event in china right now and they've done it indefinitely they haven't said like there's going to be an end to this ban it's just like completely done but what they did do is they also told um, local governments and stuff to not hold competitive sporting events unless absolutely necessary. So any kind of competitive sporting events, not just like extreme sports, but any kind of competitive sporting events. Cancel any other high-risk events in the lead-up to the 100-year centenary event for the Chinese Communist Party in order to assure a good environment and atmosphere. So here we go. It's all about face. They don't care. When the event's over, who knows what they'll do. But here's the thing. I've been, in the past, I've said that it's difficult to have a hobby in China, right? Quite honestly, 
hobbies are not a thing in China. It's a very few people can indulge in hobbies because a lot of the, the, the country is still very poor or up and coming, still establishing themselves. They don't have time to spend on hobbies, time or money. So a lot of people are just stuck in the grind, earning their money, setting up their family, doing that kind of thing. So actual hobbies are kind of rare. You know, if you take if you did a percentage of the population, the thing is, things like extreme sports have only just started to become popular yeah, in China. Yeah, it's recent. So it's recent. And all of a sudden they see a tragedy like this, which is due to bad um, organizing. It's the organizers should be held responsible for this. And what do they do? Nah, let's just ban all extreme sports. Hey, wait a second. What? In that Media Challengers theme song, didn't they just show a bunch of extreme sports? They certainly did. Skydiving, mm -hmm. mountain climbing. Interesting. All that kind of stuff. Running. Guess yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> running, cross country. You're not allowed to do that in China now. Hmm. Okay, just so you know. And this is how China deals with things. That's why you can be quite, it can be quite weird when you go to China and, and the things that you're kind of used to being a part of society and certain hobbies and things just don't exist. It's kind of weird. And it's because of things like this. So extreme sports are now completely canceled out the window just so you know yeah that's uh by the way mm. they're canceling these high-risk events in the lead up to the 100 yeah. year centenary that's what they're doing which is the government's uh, 100 year ccp anniversary and the whole point is that they want to create a good atmosphere and environment yeah, right yeah. now that's not uh new to this scenario every yeah. time there's a lead up to some big ccp celebration everything gets banned yeah and the whole point is it's not about saving people's lives it's about we don't want to look bad before this happens yeah exactly we don't want any don't want any waves we don't want to rock the boat that's just what before it is. this yeah. okay the next segment is of course your wheelhouse because everyone knows how much you love vaccines mm -hmm. so maybe you can discuss what what's going huge on huge fan of vaccines yeah. gotta you know got a couple myself mm -hmm. gotta collect them all um now uh Vaccines, uh, again, I want to keep people updated on the COVID vaccine coming from China, the Sinovac. Uh, Indonesia was a huge, uh, what's the opposite of a donor? An acceptee? <laughs> uh, a country that received yeah, lots yeah. of COVID vaccines from China. Yeah, so they got a whole bunch of vaccines sent to them and they received them. Yeah, we've seen very low efficacy numbers from that. Um, and it's not something I want to rub in China's face or anything. Uh, it's just that China, the Chinese government has kept saying that the Pfizer and Moderna and all the Western developed vaccines are frauds and terrible and only the Chinese vaccine will work globally. Mm -hmm. and we've just seen lots of countries reporting huge, massive outbreaks after the Chinese COVID vaccine, whereas the Western developed ones have not seen such a thing. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that the idea is, yes, okay, the efficacy is, is not so good, but at least it's creating less hospitalizations, which is true. All vaccines for COVID are good in some way. Mm -hmm. That being said, Indonesian doctors are having a massively difficult time. There are many of them, hundreds, I believe hundreds of them are getting hospitalized or at least getting infected with severe symptoms, even after even taking, after the, taking the Sinovac uh, COVID vaccine from China. Yeah, and it's not that the vaccine gave them the COVID. No, 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 no. It's that it's not the vaccine them. is not protecting them, and they have to deal with patients that have COVID. So they're, yeah, they're there's it. there's uh, speculation that it's due to the viral load is very high when they're dealing with COVID patients, mm. and that that vaccine is simply just not good enough to no. to prevent hospitalization. So. Uh, <clears throat> Not to say anything bad about vaccines in general. I think you should get vaccinated, and I think it's for the greater good of humanity. Very disappointed in the efficacy of China's vaccine in particular. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, just avoid it if you have a choice. Yeah, yeah. if you can 
Cheers. Excellent. So now it's time for our Q&A where we answer your questions and you question our answers. You know, usually one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah, as mine, mine as well. Exa says, just a hello and well wishes, Jen. My move my support to patron. Thank you very much, Exa. Appreciate it. Those emoji timelines are heartbreaking, infuriating too. Wish I could help some. I know I actually had a hard time putting that together, that video. I think you saw me almost choking up because like the watching these women, like they don't have any other choice. They want to tell people why their family's broken up and gone to the concentration camps, but they can't. Right? Well, that's okay because you know we got people turning over all the stones looking for genocide. Sure, it just that's exist true. Yet. Yeah, those people aren't real, right? No, no. It's, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of um, I got a big issue with these people that are going to Xinjiang and saying, "Look how happy everyone is. Look, people can." Go to the mosque. There's no repression here. There's no genocide. There's no forced labor. Look, the cotton fields are great. Look at the melons. They're awesome. Look, everyone's happy and great. What the hell do you know? You're a tourist going to tourist sites being taken by the Chinese government to specific places. To, to deny. <laughs> to look at specific things. You absolute morons. Anyway, I'm done. I agree with you. KWNY Upstate. Uh, the... United Nations has an obligation to stop this genocide by military force, force if needed. Have we not learned anything from past genocides? We can't have another Holocaust. And unfortunately, uh, apparently we can. Yeah. Apparently we can. Never again, except in this particular in this instance. Because it's fine, because China did it. Yeah. And they, Never again, unless China you. does it. Because they have a lot of money to bribe yeah. you. Uh, return to Orc Monkey. My brain is dead from work, so no questions. I want to say thanks for calling all this stuff out. Hey, it's uh, a pleasure, mate. Thank I've, you. Yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Y'all are doing the Lord's work. Thank you very much. Appreciate, Appreciate that. Siptar Singupta, one of the most genuine and candid accounts of life and growing up in China I've ever seen are on the channels of your wives. This one is for them. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. James that. Hansen, repeat a lie often enough and it becomes the truth. That's yes. that's what they're trying to do here. And Joseph Gables. Mm -hmm. uh, scary to think the Soviet era propaganda is still being produced. And it is shoddily being produced in China, but with more money. Yes. So it's like scattershot. And it's more slick, as you can see, by this media challenge. I mean, thing. it is, and it, like, we see through it, but uh, yeah, we're dis um, I don't want to discount all the people that will fall for this, like that yeah. boy we saw. Yeah. There's hundreds of those videos on there, those Yeah, resumes. people like, oh, yeah, I want to be a media challenger. He's, he stuck out to me because he's so young. I think I can talk to him a little bit with reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, as um, a fellow South African, I tell you, you're, you're walking into a trap there. Don't do it, man. Just don't do it. Right. Mm. Pete, yeah, because he fits all their... All of their schematics. White. <laughs> what is he, blonde, too? <laughs> uh, PB, is it possible that shills are being threatened to stay and make positive content? That's always a possibility, but we'll never know. No, I, um, I said it's a possibility. I mean, theoretically, it's a possibility. No, they're just enjoying Probably it. They're, not. they're doing it for the fame and for the money. Yes. Mm. Do this for a bit of money or stay in jail and make nothing. No. I mean, they wouldn't be allowed to make the videos they want to make unless they were doing the, the paid shill gigs, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Muramasa Ninja, if we are in an information war with China... Then what is happening now is the information equivalent of Operation Overlord, but on behalf of the CCP. You're probably right. Mm -hmm. What is Operation Overlord? I've heard about it before. Is it a game thing? I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Gil Yeish uh, <laughs> has some beer shekels. Cheers. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, Ryan Jones, what is the Chinese word for who you know or your connections? That's guanxi. Guanxi is G-U-A-N-X-I. Yeah. And getting done with a bare minimum or half-assed half effort. That's... I'll write it in. By the way, I'm pretty sure Operation Overlord was a World War II thing. I'll just quickly look it up because it's bugging me now. Okay. I'm going to type it in. Oh. No, I'm going to type this in. Okay. I got I got this keyboard thing over here. I got to work with. Give me a second. Okay. See some behind the scenes here. Got a keyboard. That's how I type with. That's what I type with. Okay. <laughs> I just typed it in, in pronunciation and in Chinese for you there. 
Um, you want to be able to pronounce that correctly when you have your friends. Yeah, okay, how, there you go, Ryan. Squanxian, Chabudua. Dude, how how do we not know Operation Overlord? That's the whole. Oh, whole I know video. that. That's. I'm sorry, I just didn't know the operations. Because remember, what they did was they put inflatable tanks yeah. and stuff to yeah. try and like. Um, we know about that. Yeah, we know all about that. Very foolish. Yeah, sorry. absolutely. Then, yeah. It's yeah, that's very similar. Very similar to, very similar to that. I knew, I knew <laughs> it. I knew, I knew it. Okay. Ain't Paul instead of Saint Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't Paul. Yeah. <laughs> So first time catching you guys live, even though I've been listening since episode two. Cheers from the Chinese vassal nation of Australia. Hey, you guys are bucking yeah. up a little bit, though. Yeah, we're Good very, very proud of you these days. Seriously. Yeah. Good job, Australia. Keep it up. Mm. Um, Mako with the Norwegian Kroners. Thank you very much. First ever Super Chat goes to you guys. Your work is so important. Hi from Norway Thank and you. Japan. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Two beautiful countries. Thank you. Uh, Nathan87, happy to hear this take on shills. I've long suspected that there would be different degrees of awareness depending on the person. Very credible in comparison to some of the attacks coming the other way. Thank you very much. And there's no attacks coming from our way. There were zero attacks. We're not nope. attacking anyone. We're just feel morally accountable you know, this whole for understanding nonsense this stuff. drama got started was when on our podcast we took a little bit of umbrage with the fact that they were downplaying, you know, by doing all this happy stuff downplaying these massive floods that were affecting so many people in china and being blasted around by chinese media it's like we're like how beautiful oh, the, the the three gorgeous what, did, what did we also is. say when that happened we said this is a slippery slope that they're going to go down you know what else we never did this. at that point is mention anyone's names nope. or show anyone's photos but they came out with their nonsense this anyway. is not tit for tat either this yeah. is more of a they're on a literal propaganda campaign they really now. are it's just now it is they remember how much said yeah they went after us so bad and said we're not doing propaganda we're not paid by the chinese government no, this is our opinion we're not doing this and look mm. at what happened we did we not say this is going to happen we called everything and look at what they're all cgtn yeah, they employees are 100 working for cgtn they're working for the chinese government just like we said in the beginning so yeah uh, grant says if they work for cgtn do you think we can get youtube to mark them as state actors and i think that's the the right thing to do absolutely should be you know that's if someone is putting out videos on CGTN trips where they're being paid to do so and they're being compensated to do so and it's for the Chinese gov government that's the whole point right they're being and they're taken recruiting. somewhere yeah i honestly think that they should be designated as being paid in part or wholly by the Chinese government because it is in part that they're being paid yeah. for yeah, I mean, that's part of the designation. Yeah. Twitter needs to get on that as well. Yeah, absolutely. If so, maybe we can put together a form for a letter for people to use. Yeah, if you guys want to do that. Yeah, I think uh, that's a good idea. Chairman Meow says, do you like your ponytail? <laughs> uh, of course. Mr. Frosty, which one? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Mr. Frosty, thank you. Uh, Samuel Lindsay, I saw a Gionation on Dumbrell's smear video talking smack on Winston. Do you think mm. this guy is under duress or does it plain sell out? Um, just a sellout. Just sellout. Subtarsi Sengupta says, why is it that none of these shills actually speak Chinese or talk to common Chinese people about their daily lives? If you want to show the real China, you should do that, right? Well, I mean, what you're doing is you're saying exactly you, what we already know. Yeah, if you watch, um, Lila Farley made a good video about that. Yeah, he did. And it's true because until you can actually understand the intricacies of what's going on around you and you understand what's happening, being able to speak to people and hear what's really going on and understand China, you think it's all great. And that's because you're just oblivious to what's actually happening around you. So you make up your own mind, you know, it's very simple. And that's why the people who can speak Chinese well, you'll find are very critical of the CCP, you know? Yeah. People like Lao Lei and Lola Fali and others. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they, I would actually, agree they actually know what's going on because they can read Chinese. They can speak to people, have in-depth conversations something that goes beyond ah, ni hao, you know that kind of crap <laughs> can you, 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 you help me mix yeah it? 
Nikoi, help me mix this up, you know? But when um, you can get past these very basic, like, non-conversations, because it's very easy to be like, oh, Shinti Jiankan, like, oh, you, you know, the basic things, oh, you're happy, can we have something to eat, uh, you know, what's up, you know, very basic things. When you get past that and have deep conversations with people, that's when you get to see what's really going on. And until that happens, you are just walking around with blinkers on, you know? Yeah. Hey, well said. Uh, Evan F said, I bought Conquering Northern China and plan to watch it to get tonight. Oh, awesome. Uh, You're in for a treat. Get to watch us eat sea penis. And he says he would love another Playboy read-along. <laughs> L. Saxon Yeckley. Thank you. Rum Runner, if Germany won World War II, these vloggers would be filming videos for Gable's network of themselves doing Ukraine, touring Ukraine and Poland saying, see no genocide. Yep. And it's sad, but they won't they won't agree with that sentiment. <laughs> I mean, it's it's this boiled frog thing. They've yep. slowly gotten used to being a propagandist. Yeah. Uh, Shen Lei says, this is even cringier than CC, CPC makes us great. We'll have a story about that next week, yeah. potentially. Uh, J Star Omega, hey, it seems like China is experiencing flooding similar to last year. How serious is the situation in Three Gorges Dam? We won't know, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, we'll Especially tell now. you what we can, and uh, we'll see. But I'm pretty sure you'll see some people going up there and saying how great If there's any speculation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shenley also says, Rise, got to fly. Soundbite, please. We can make that happen. Yeah, we could do that. We I don't want to hear it ever again. No, but we can make that happen. Miss, yeah. I think Chinese manners is even better than that, though. Yeah. You could push the button. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I like how it makes us small. The Chinese manners is to make us tiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Miss Soy Sauce says, love all your channels. Thank you very much. You, your last two uploads were so shocking. Keep sharing the truth. Thank you very much. Uh, Lech Mikkelm Arsh says, the Uyghur independence movement was co-sponsored by Stalin and Mao to create unrest in the Republic of China before 1949. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Uh, before they became, but they became terrorists when they lost their usefulness. Hmm. Dark reality of human politics, very true. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, uh, a lot of the people that are doing the genocide denial, they, they go to that whole um, justification. Oh, it's okay that the Uyghurs are being put in co concentration camps and stuff because of terrorism. Yeah. But the same people are shitting on America by saying, how dare you use terrorism as an excuse to go bomb a country or whatever. Right. It's If you're going to say that for one group, right. you've got to say it for the other. Right. You can't be like, oh, how dare you use terrorism as justification to put people in concentration camps and tear families apart and you know force sterilize people and demolish their mosques and stuff. But no, it's like, it's okay if China does it. So again, Correct. that's something to watch out for. Yes. Tom R. Hooper, mm -hmm. uh, Chinese sellers used to pay me uh, for fake Amazon reviews. Mm. did the right thing and quit thanks to you guys educating me on how it hurts real businesses and thank you for doing that yeah, thank that's you. the right thing to do absolutely don't feel ashamed i mean i think what you did is is brave and good and yeah. we need more people to act like you you know and grow, admit it grow a conscience and yeah. actually do the right thing so thank you for doing that seriously good Shen, man shen lei says soviets only used it as a national liberation movement against the guomindang after the second east Turkestan republic the first ETR is completely different. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I should have gone into the intricacies of that. Black Halo 6, the puberty voice crack chorus makes me want to vomit. Fly. It is kind of like a puberty voice <laughs> crack. It kind of crack. is. Oh, what, a, what an awful time of life. Raphael Miller, is that opera? I, if you think that's opera, then <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Uh, Shen Lei says, no, guys, Ramses didn't exist. The reason why Barrett is an expert is because he saw that ancient history is from China. 
uh, asserted by Zhejiang University. Yeah, yes, all the history. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. The Zhejiang professor said all of human all history of is history, actually yeah. from China. Yeah, exactly. That's that's right. I remember, Shen he Lei. was like, it was fake. Yes, like, the, the, the pyramids were the fake. The pyramids are and fake. Yeah. Shenlei, you're onto something. Yeah, Westerners made them. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, Sam, and what do you think of the Telegraph's reporting in Xinjiang? How will the shills explain that away? I saw that today. It was good. I thought Xinjiang was free. The shills will ex won't explain it away. I mean, they'll go there and show the only the tourist centers, basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'll see them say there's no genocide anymore because they don't want the CCP doesn't want those sound bites being taken out. Sure. What they'll be is like, well, actually, I think the Western media is wrong because here I am on the ground eating ice cream. Sure, that's what you'll see. Yeah, look at these happy dancing Uyghurs. Yeah, they they love to dance. <laughs> they sure love to dance. Yeah, yeah. PB. Seriously. I got this feeling inside that I can't deny guilt. It's called guilt. After leaving no stone unturned to build a monument celebrating genocide. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Matthew Booth says, is it f selfish of me or am I too scared to do what you guys are? I've been getting full rides to study Chinese and I don't want that to stop. No, I mean, do you do you. I mean, yeah. everyone's got their own purpose in life. But I do hope that if you feel as strongly as we do about this, you will do to say something about that. Here's the thing. You know, studying a language is good like chinese is a, a fascinating language to study and it's yeah, a good language i think it's great to, yeah you should be studying and there's nothing wrong with that no if you are being used as a propaganda tool that's a different story yes. if you feel like you are being used to further beijing's propaganda you should probably think twice correct you know? that's a good way to put it drake hamby says love what you guys do would it be possible to sort of fan uh, support a family Wife and two to three kids on an English teacher's salary in Taiwan. Yes. What if both my wife and I taught? Yes, yeah, Taiwan oh, uh, Yes. Dude, like the salaries in Taiwan are, are better than in mainland. I, China. I made. I paid off all my student debt by moving to Taiwan and teaching mm -hmm. there. I taught there for a year and a half. Yeah, it's very. You'll definitely be able to support a family. And don't forget, Taiwan has free healthcare. Yep. It's really, really fantastic. And much, much better schools for your kids. Yeah. Uh, coding head. I think this propaganda is some sort of joint effort by China, and Pakistan. Alpha Pro Agency in Turkey. Look it up. Great content. Love the way. Love yeah. you guys. Uh, Black Halo 6. I'm going to try one more time. Please make a make me a clip of the dude crying and play it when all the Moomaws get feisty in the live chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll lose context. Yeah, well, but that's an interesting idea. Yeah. BG Willia 21207. What's with the yodeling? Uh, yeah. Uh, who knows? Sounds like an ELO song being twisted. Daisy Bordeaux says, keep up what you guys do. Uh, keep up the important conversation. Thank going. you, and thank you for being part of them. Yes. You guys coming here, joining us every week, this really helps a hell of a lot. Thank you. Their CPG says their propaganda song was taken from a 90s Tarzan Listerine commercial. And actually, was I it? could see that. It's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Tarzan Listerine. He's like, we should look, It might be a thing. That might oh, be a thing. No, I doubt it. But we I'm, should look it up. Yeah. It's reminding me Let of me that just... 80s song, Son of Tarzan. Oh, God. Oh, man, that song's so overplayed. Oh, I hate that song. Yeah. Used to play that in the shop. Dude, there's a Tarzan Listerine commercial. I doubt it's that, though. I have. Sorry, guys, okay. bear with me. It fights plaque. Dude, it's oh. playing Son of Tarzan. It's, it's oh, playing, yeah. yeah, it's playing Son of Tarzan. That's why. That makes sense. It does kind of sound like, ah, right? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, there used man. to be a meme, like an old internet meme. Really? Well, yeah, it was called like Gay Fuel. 
Okay. It was about like an energy drink that makes you gay or something. It's really old internet. Sounds very early internet to me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Agro Blaze. God forbid if Xi Jinping died tomorrow, would China be better off or would someone else continue as in his... That's funny because that's a question we get every single week without fail. It wouldn't improve. No, there'll be someone to take over. Yes. Shares his... Uh... His, his outlook. His outlook. Mm -hmm. Mike Huter says, "Great show, guys. Here's a pair. Uh, here's for a pair of comfy seat gold wings to match the TA at the Trans Am and the Vet. By the way, like in the Friday schedule. Thanks, awesome. Mike. Awesome. Thank Always you so much." Uh, PB says the song Baltimore Tarzan Boy came yeah, out. There yeah, there you go. There in 1985, has a similar OOO vocal section. It is very much a ripoff yeah. of that. Yeah, it now does that I think sound, about it. Sounds like it. Yeah. So it's Tarzan Boy, not Son of Tarzan. Okay. Same. Same thing. Golden Did Didier says, for a change of mood, what is your guys' favorite JRPG OST, original soundtrack, Japanese RPG, that's what those. Uh, mine, Chrono Trigger, a wondrous masterpiece. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Chrono Trigger. Okay. Um, I actually might say up there, Chrono Cross, not as good of a game, but the soundtrack is impeccable. Yeah. And then uh, also Final Fantasy VIII is one of my favorite OSTs. Mm -hmm. The lunar lunar ones are good too. The East East is not bad. Some of those, yeah. Yeah, you you show me some of those. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. In hot water, uh, screenwriter Cameron Posh uh, predicts Hollywood will make China the bad guys in movies again. I called this ages ago. I said the moment you see Hollywood making China the bad guys yeah. is the moment that the world's narrative against China has shifted. Sure. Uh, it's a very important. Well, I mean, they make China the good guys, and China punishes them for it. That's what I'm saying. All so the time. It's got to go full circle, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's always Chi the Chinese government saving the world. Yeah, right? but I mean, you, you try to be nice to China and they, they screw you. you, Yeah, you know? Have you noticed that? Yes, would be yeah. great to hear you talk to him on Midnight's Edge. I mean, I would love to have that conversation. I think that's very interesting, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, Aurora Diaz, are you still going on Tim Pool? Yeah, at some point. Yeah, we will. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Black, where's Ben? Well, um, he's working, doing his own thing. Yeah. People that, you know, have been on our channels in the past don't always stay on the channels. They have their own lives, you that know? That was what, like how many years ago now? <laughs> years Five, and years six ago. years ago? Everyone's still cool and happy. Don't worry. Yeah. Lou M, can you look into the film and TV entertainment industry in China and how they practically own the stars and backstage employees? Um, we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, China. we actually... We did a video on, on that. On ADV China, didn't we? It's called it? uh, You Don't Want to Be Famous in China or something. Yeah, yeah. Type in famous in China, ADV China, you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, we've got lots talking about this kind of thing. David Newfield, join an LA Dragon Boat team that competes in Vancouver and then ride your bikes up there next week so we can have a beer together. I feel like we'd throw up. We're so out of shape. Can you imagine us being the head of that? That'd I'll sponsor a Dragon Boat. Yeah, I'll yeah. If it's like an anti-CCP Dragon That would be epic. Yes. We should sponsor an anti-CCP Dragon Boat. Yeah, we should. And get like dissidents to come. Dragon Boat Festival is pretty interesting, especially if you hear the story behind it. Yeah. Hello, cool guy. Your videos helped me a lot with arguing with lunatic tankies, and I appreciate it. Thanks. Absolute Anything pleasure. to help the, the fight. Yes, yes. Tankies are the worst. ASGE uh, 0649, willfully obvious. Hmm. Uh, Alec B says, Seamilk, I think you need to go out and ask how average people feel about vaccines. I did. The average person has gotten vaccinated, 70% of the American public. And the ridiculous rules small businesses face for the greater good. That's fine. The majority of people I know support the vaccine. Is it really 70%? Um, yeah, of like, adults. Is that not just in like a state or something? No, that's oh, of adults. Okay. Uh, chairman, at least the first the first dose. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's yeah, a good thing. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm that's, not... A... I mean, look at the vaccine, or look at the COVID numbers. Look at this COVID graph. Every time. Anyway, they're yeah. they're low for a reason, guys. COVID graph. Yes. I don't want you. Yeah. Oh, COVID man. Where's this going? I don't like Every this. Now, and then no, now you're all over the place. Stop. There's three songs now. Yeah. Chairman Miao, have you seen the recent reports from Xinjiang by the Daily Telegraph? We just answered that. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, next is George Bala George. Mm. <laughs> 
Uh, what is your opinion on China's relationship with Greece? Greece I'm actually not China, very familiar with that. I know a little bit. Uh, China's bought out the biggest port in Athens. Greece is one of the outliers in Europe, and I think that the EU needs to have a bit of a talking to. I mean, Greece has screwed up a lot of times mm. within the EU, mm. and this is no different. Um, can we stop chasing money and stop chasing current wealth and maybe look to the future a little bit, guys? Sure. Europe doesn't need a CCP port. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I got a lot of Greek friends growing up. Yes, yeah, really nothing, nice people. Nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Nothing that gets Greek well, people. Obviously, we're talking yeah. about a government here, just yes. like with China and Chinese people. But yeah. Uh Werner Kortelanian. Sorry, Kortelanian. Um, are there any good mainland Chinese brands you like? Yeah, uh, DJI. DJI is, yeah, I mean, I don't support the brand per se, but it's. Good I like quality. it. It's the only good drone company I'll I think, agree. Like I agree. for consumer electronics. I don't like the fact that they are probably tied to the CCP. Yeah, and spying on you and all that stuff, sure. But yeah, as far as products go, I like DJI. Recently bought a backpack from a company called Corin Design. Pretty good to be honest. Ooh, nice little product placement, China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Kyung Kim, just joking by the way. Uh, by the way, thanks for playing the. Oh, 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 of course. Um, yeah. Now I have have to do an all nighter with that cringy as f tune playing <laughs> exactly. in my head. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. CNC engineer, is there no word for hypocrisy in Chinese? Of course there is. Uh, why are the Chinese able to scream blatant lies with a straight face? Are they self-aware? Chabadoa doesn't even cover it. What are you talking about? Chabadoa yeah. covers literally everything, even massive disasters like sinkhole. Yeah, uh, obviously there's a word for hypocrisy. Shui, Shui is, is hypocrisy. Yeah, Shui, uh, mm -hmm. Batman's pet goldfish. Opinions on how dams are starving other yeah, Southeast Asian crappy. countries of their main rivers, subsequently ruining their economy and ecosystems. We'll probably cover that at some point because yeah, it's a big it's deal. Yeah, it's pretty bad what China's doing. We got a friends in Cambodia that were talking about it. Maybe yeah. we'll reach out. Yeah. Um, Raphael Miller, I meant, is that an opera in the background of the song in the climax? Yeah, yeah, there's that Chinese opera in that yeah, song, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mitchell McCallum says, J-Hole Nation. Nation plus ADV China equals love. Keep up the good work, gents. Okay. Okay, thanks. Sure. Partnership I never expected. Mm -hmm. uh, Dennis, just saying hello, great content. Thank you very much. Uh, Johan Collins says, language-related questions. Do you guys consume any media such as China as films? Uh, lots of Chinese forums we read, Chinese mm. news as well. Uh, TV shows, books, in your you, free time regularly. Honestly, I love watching Hong Kong movies, but they're Cantonese, not Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. Some of the funniest, best, but love it has to be from the 90s and the 80s. <laughs> awesome you know, stuff. Anything after, like after they became part of China kind of went downhill, I'll be sure. honest. Yeah. But uh, fantastic movies. Anything up to 97, you know? Augusak, uh, Toks, Tokusak says, thank you guys for speaking up for us Uyghurs mm. and standing with the truth. Uh, yeah. My brother-in-law is sentenced to 10 years in jail just because he studied advertisement in Turkey. There are tons of stories like this. So yeah, his brother would have gone to jail in China for 10 years just for studying abroad. That studying is, advertising. Yes. Please keep up the good work. Thank you and peace and love to you. Uh, Grandpa's old films says keep up. That sounds dirty, doesn't it? Grandpa's old films, indeed. <laughs> Don't dig up Grandpa's old no, films. No, no, no. Keep up the great work. Curious, why is ketamine the preferred drug in China for recreation? It was just so available. Yeah. I don't think it was easy for to any manufacture. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got little cottage industries that they just make it. So. Uh, PB says, Winston, have you seen A Walk to Remember yet? Remember, we were going to watch each other's favorite awful movies. Oh, yeah, no. What was your favorite awful movie that wasn't actually that bad? Because you always try to say it. 500 Days of Summer. 
That's not bad. Again, oh, everyone no, no, loves no. My that. bad movie is What's Eating Gilded Grape. No, but you it's a secret movie you like that's oh. bad. Oh, yeah. You tried to say 500 Days of Summer, and that's like universally loved. Yeah, but that's the kind of movie that I would never admit that I Oh, uh, I gotcha, I gotcha, so. gotcha. Walk to Remember is bad, and I wouldn't admit to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's something torturous for you to watch. Sure. John Teslov, uh, would you guys be willing to come on the PKA podcast? I know podcast? what you can watch is like... There was this movie once that I was forced to watch. Um, but you, where, you didn't like it. This, That's the difference. Yeah, but this guy, he like suffered some injury and he was forced to like paint with his left toe or something. And it was really terrible <laughs> tragedy. But you about, didn't like it. I hated it. That's the difference. Okay. It's got to be something you like that. I would probably okay. hate. All right. You know. no, I'll think of something. It's going to be cheesy. Uh, the PKA podcast. One of their hosts is currently on a cross-country trip over the U.S. They discuss various topics. Again, don't know who that is. Um, we're more than willing to do most things, unless it's like a, got a very clear sure, nefarious sure. agenda. Um, but yeah, Werner, Werner Cordelain says, what do you guys think of Finland's relationship with the CPC, CCP PRC? especially compared to Nordic countries like Sweden, Denmark, and Norway. Um, Finland seems to be, I'm not going to talk about the leadership, but I will talk about the media coverage of, of China is on point usually. Mm. Uh, really happy with the direction Finland's yeah. going, at least in public opinion. Yeah. Finland's relationship diplomatically could be a little stronger. I think they could uh, definitely speak out quite a bit more, but it's on the right trajectory. Coding Head, uh, something phobia funded by Iran, anti-Asian supported by China. I'm not saying that there are no incidents, incidents, but it's a way to shut up folks in the U.S. because it sells well here. Yeah, um, China does commandeer domestic identity politics. Look, I've been doing a lot of research on the anti-Asian hate thing. Um, sorry, stop Asian hate. Yeah, you know, the anti-Asian uh, yeah. nonsense that's been going on. And the fact that China tried to commandeer it, they made it like stop bashing China, yeah. stop Asian it's hate. It's so immoral. This is a problem that's been going on far before the pandemic. Sure. The research that I've been doing, it's its a cultural thing that's been happening in America for decades. And it's something that I'm trying to make more sense of. But it's definitely not a China issue. So the fact that they commandeered it as a China issue is kind of despicable. It's despicable because it happens to Asians of every country in yes. Asia. But now it's a China thing. China yeah. has to make that their own. I think that's effed up. Yeah. So you know, effed the, up. The victims of this anti-Asian hate thing. They're now Chinese, are, apparently. Yeah, have been any kind of Asian. Thai, Korean, yeah. Vietnamese, doesn't matter. And so, yeah, it's something different. You'll see something uh, coming from my channel eventually. I'm still doing a lot of research because this is something that's sensitive and I have to be careful. Yes. Uh, Viol999, China is no radiation leakage from Taishan reactor and COVID came from a pangolin. Yes, that is yeah, what China would correct. say. Oh, Santi says, Rumble in the Bronx is my favorite. Great yeah, movie. that's a good movie. I love that. Uh, PSA, stay, drink water and stay hydrated. We're blasting the AC right now. That's why I have this on. And mm. you can wear that because he said in NorCal, it's hot as F right now. In LA, it is, we're dying. I we're wish we were dying. blasting the AC. It's pretty hot in here. I mean, we were previous yeah, to this. I don't we know what happened. Yeah. Um, PB says, Winston, the movie is called My Left Foot. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. I well, think I'm it was never that. gonna watch that. No, I will never watch it because you don't like it. Yeah, man. Like I was nine years old when that movie came out. And I remember, like, I don't know why, but it was one of my friend's mothers made us watch it or something. She would do that. It was like, oh, this is very important or something. I just like as a little kid, I couldn't stand it. I wanted to just jump out the window, you know, sacrifice myself. It's like, you know, I don't know what I'd do. Just take that tape that VHS out of the machine and just grind it up and mainline it into my own veins just to get rid of it. 
you know? Yeah, I feel you. Anyway. Uh, Coding Head says, also look up P Pakistan PTA link up with CCP. You guys are not looking at the full picture. No one said, why are we not looking at the full picture? We haven't, we don't know about that. Yeah, yet. we'll look into that. We'll look into it. Um, just because you found a thread doesn't mean that it's the entire truth, right? Yeah. We don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, David Newfeld, Rumble in the Bronx was named a was film in, in Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, I love that movie. It's a great it movie. It's hilarious, yeah. All right, that's it, guys. Okay, so once again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sitting through our very long Q&A section. We hope that uh, we managed to answer everybody's questions. Yes, we've seen Con Air. <laughs> yes, that's a pretty bad one. What's that? Nicholas Wicker Man is also really bad. Cage has got to be the worst actor ever, but simultaneously sometimes okay. Oh, dude, the worst one I saw. I told you about this. So my wife, when we were still living in China, she used to get these discount movie tickets, but they'd only be for specific movies. I don't know how she did it, but she'd get she'd actually get free tickets. They, I think one of her friends had a deal. For shit movies, yeah. then, I guess. So she'd be like, okay, we got a free ticket. Let's go watch a movie. And it was a Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, of course. And it was, it was this Christian Nicolas Cage movie called Left Behind. Oh, Left Behind. <laughs> it is the, <laughs> you watched I that. had to sit through this. You watched I was like, that? what is this? Didn't it get like 1% on Rotten Tomatoes? It is one of the most ridiculously bad movies. If you, if you want to just sit there with your jaw dropped to the floor at how bad a movie is, go watch that weird christian nicholas cage movie called left behind it's about the rapture and i actually playing. i i kind of want to watch because like i watched wicker man and died laughing so uh, i dude, feel like i should watch left I, behind. I mean there are definitely some very funny parts to it but it's just so bad it's bad not so bad it's, it's, oh, it's, it's just, oh, okay it's anyway yeah okay. just thought Fair i'd enough. put that out there anyway guys thank you so much for joining us again for this very important conversation please Thank you, Barry Irfin. Recognize the CGTN for what it is, yeah. which is propaganda. Don't fall for this nonsense. If no. you see any of these people connected to CGTN, you have to understand that they're working for the Chinese propaganda arm. Okay, that's what they're doing. They're Straight working up for working the Chinese, for the government. They're working for the Chinese government. And if you've considered trying to join that, that media challenges competition, don't do it. You'll end up being a traitor to your own country. Yeah. Anyway... Um, can't wait to see you on the next one thank you so much for joining us 